interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Welcome to the Salt Report, where three of the internet's jolliest nerds throw sugar cookies and candy canes at video games, cosplay, comic books, and all things nerdy. I'm Jake Leinhart, and I'm here with Kay. Hi. And Jesse. Yo. And unfortunately, Nikki got ran over by a reindeer while walking <laughs> home this Christmas Eve. <laughs> um, it's December 13th. <laughs> Well, by the time this comes out, it'll be closer to Christmas Eve. I was just trying to find some kind of like Christmas carol um, that I could like throw in Nikki, like not being here. I almost went with Charles Dickens and the Christmas Story, or was it the Christmas Story? Christmas. It's a carol? Christmas Carol. I got yeah, you. Yeah, but like I felt like the beginning was too like morbid to switch it to Nikki, where it's like Nikki was dead. <laughs> like, I felt like that would be too. I mean, it was, it was like, Nikki's Mar- friend. The Marleys were dead to begin with. Yeah, exactly. wait, Marley was dead to begin with. Yeah. Marley's so is like- from the the fucking um the best version of that, which is the Muppets Christmas Carol. <laughs> yeah, I pulled it up and I'm like, should I replace it? like I was gonna be like, Nikki was dead to begin with. There's no doubt whatever about that. The register of her burial was signed by the clergyman, the clerk, the undertaker, and the chief mourner. The salt report signed it, and the salt report name was as good upon chain for anything she chose to put. Anyways, yeah, I was like, that's a little too morbid to start off, like, you know. I mean, no, because Nikki, <laughs> Nikki also would be um, Scrooge, and there's three of us, so we could be the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future. Uh, that would be good. Maybe yeah. I should find this out. Stay we'll have a whole, now. like, podcast, we'll have a whole <laughs> podcast play for everyone next time. The whole podcast, the whole yeah. next podcast is just us enacting a Christmas carol. It's us yeah. enacting a Muppets Christmas carol. A, a Muppets, Muppets Christmas carol. carol. Uh, <laughs> I'm Rizzo. <laughs> oh. oh, man. I guess I'll be fuzzy. Waka waka. <laughs> um, so, hey, welcome to Salt Report, everybody. Episode 34. Um, and our sponsor in our hearts is the Hallmark Christmas movies. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's funny you suggested <laughs> that we make this a sponsor in our hearts, Jesse. And like on on my on my little um, on my way home, like there had been a bunch of commercials about Hallmark Christmas cards, like <laughs> like uh, movies and stuff. So because it's my relevant. mom has been watching them nonstop, so I have been absorbing like pieces of them. I'm like these movies are so. Like the other, like the other day, there was one where like these this couple who wasn't together anymore invited these people to the party, but both of the people were like the best they could do last minute, and then some drama happened, and this lady came over to them and she's like, "I'm so happy you invited uh, that you came to this party. You provided all the intrigue since you guys still love each other and you're trying to make each other <laughs> jealous." Like who talks like that? Did an alien write this? literally no one talks like that yeah oh my goodness yeah it's been non-stop at my house too because my wife just i think they're like her like guilty pleasure because i want to say she like loves them but then like she just i don't know just like it's christmas time i want to want like she just likes christmas stories and i think she enjoys novels more than she does the hallmark stuff but like we don't have cable, so she's been using like. Um, so you YouTube. get what you can get. Well, it's like 
people bootleg them on YouTube. So she's oh been watching them. Oh my god. But like the thing is like it's on my PS4 and my PS4 is linked to my 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 YouTube. So when I go to check like, hey, I'm gonna see what the what are the game groups up to? I have all these recommended Hallmark movies pop up. Like when you the get cowboy to part of YouTube and all your recommendations get all fucked up. Yeah. And they're just it's just like Game Grumps and this person and um the cowboy that saved Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and like oh my gosh, it's just so like funny. And I'm like Yeah, I just can't help it. And then like you're watching and you're like, who is this like B C lister actor? I've seen them in something else and you're trying to figure out. I saw where Sabrina the in. Teenage Witch the other day. I forget what that actress's name is. <laughs> But oh, Melissa like, Joan Hart? Yeah, Melissa Joan Hart was in one, and I was like, oh, look, it's Sabrina. Yeah, Joey <laughs> Lawrence is in another, and then um, there was one, it's it's this, like, girl that has, like, this side thing in the new Jurassic World. She ultimately ends up getting eaten by, like, this big... Oh, yeah, she's from she's from Merlin, and now she's on Supergirl, and her new... Okay, like, she, yeah, there's one with her, and I'm like, this. that's the girl that got eaten by the dinosaur. <laughs> like... Yeah, and then it's always the same thing where it's like, I don't know, what, like the uppity rich person remembers why they they forgot Christmas and. Katie McGrath is her name, because she's Lena Luther on Supergirl right now, which is also my mom's favorite show. <laughs> Actually, it is pretty good. Yeah, it's. I haven't cute. watched it, but. It's very um, cutesy. Yeah, I like um, crack up. It's it's always the like. Why don't I like Christmas anymore? And you're like, oh, ball humbug. And then, yeah, they like Christmas again. Or it's like that one dude that's way too sensitive about Christmas and he teaches the girl to love Christmas again. And I'm like, really? And then. <laughs> Wait, which was the one where he's like, it truly is Christmas? <laughs> oh, oh my God. This one, okay, this premise was ridiculous. Okay, it's this girl who, like, she's. <laughs> She's raised by a single mom, and it's just like, I never knew who my dad was. And the mom passes away, and then, oh my gosh, there's this there's this family photo of, like, this little boy on Santa's lap. And on the back, it has, like, some cryptid writing. And she's like, I must find out who this who this boy is. And then it t turns out it's like, oh, this is your long-lost brother, because, or your half-brother, I should say, because whatever. And then the mom was an actress, so my dad must be an actor. And goes to this, like, of course, the, like, small town that still does a Christmas carol every year. And it's the same town people that, like, eat, like, cookies and milk every day. And, like, you know what I mean? It's, like, all this, like, hokey Hallmark stuff. Which should make your spirits feel good, but I guess I'm so cynical and tainted by <laughs> darkness that it makes me mad. <laughs> but, like, it's this whole thing where it's, like, like, she's like, oh, my gosh, like... The great actor that this theater is named after was my dad, and this guy is my um, half brother, and of course the guy that's showing her around the town is the dude I'm gonna fall in love with, and he's magically gonna s save the Christmas show, oh, and like Jesus. I was like, but then like yeah, there's, but there's like these moments where she's like, oh I'm so like I don't like Christmas. And then, you know, the guy's like, oh, check out this, like, Christmas tree. She's like, it really is Christmas. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you think? This is December. Yes, it is Christmas. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then I forget what else, because I posted it on Twitter, like, the little scenes, and I'm talking crap. And then my wife, like, the thing you can't see in the video is that every time I talk crap, my wife punches me. <laughs> like, let me have this, Jake. And then punches me. Um, there was something like yeah when she was like in the theater she says something and i'm like the you know i'm like the mystery is solved you know? 
but I yeah, think the Salt if, Report should write a Hallmark movie. We probably oh, God. do. <laughs> <laughs> it, it couldn't be any worse than the one I just described. So yeah, yeah, like come on, it. how bad can how bad can this movie be if we write challenge it? accepted? <laughs> <laughs> and the Salt Report wrote what possibly is the worst, the room of. Hallmark Christmas movies. Oh, oh my god. I work in computers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, hi, Jesse. <laughs> There'd just be a, an hour and 20 minutes of, like, weird fine jokes. Yeah. <laughs> like, Merry Christmas, everyone. And that's how Merry it you better watch out. You better, you better watch out. out. You better watch out. one where it's like, uh, uh, was like L is for the way you look, and he spins around and smacks his head on the side of the door. <laughs> oh man! But, yeah, so thank you, Hallmark movies, for keeping the cheerful people happy and us salty people <laughs> like happy. I guess I don't know. I actually have like fun talking crap about it. <laughs> it is but, fun. Um, I do watch bad movies on purpose a lot. So oh my I, god, this is the best incoming. My wife heard me and she just texted me. There's a sequel to the movie you're talking crap about. Oh my oh, god! Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> that was some fresh salt. Oh, Thanks, yeah, Mrs. Lionheart. Like, yeah. Mrs. Lionheart came through. Yeah, there's a sequel to it. Oh there's my god. There's a sequel! <laughs> Their dad comes back from the dead. <laughs> what other family member is missing that they need to solve? Oh my god. I want to watch this movie now. It turns out that the guy <laughs> she fell in love with was also her half brother. <laughs> oh no. Kill Bill Sirens going off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To the Kill Bill Sirens. <laughs> they were twins. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, moving on to pre-sales, um, <laughs> I got into some demos and betas this weekend. Um, the Monster it, World—it's not still running, is it? The Monster World? No, it it ran until Monday morning. Okay, so um, I did. So miss I that actually, bit. damn it, yeah, I did get to play a little bit before I went to work. But um, yeah, so the Monster Hunter World beta was out, and um, it was pretty good. Like, um. I've not played any of the other Monster Hunters, and from what I've gathered, it's really different for the most part. Um, but no, it's like really fun. They give you kind of three missions, like beginner, intermediate, and hard. Um, you can do multiplayer, which is kind of cool. Um, you can... Man, there's like training. Um, there's like so much you could... They actually gave you like a whole bunch of stuff to personalize, which I imagine when you actually play the game... You're probably going to have to farm and grind for some of the stuff you got. Mm. But, oh, man, they gave you, like, maybe, shoot, 10 or 11, like, different um, weapons to try out, which mm. is kind of awesome. Resource um, collection is definitely a big part of the other Monster Hunter games, so I imagine it? Okay. it won't be any different in this one. Yeah. And then they gave you, like, about, like, um, six or seven different outfits to, like, or armor sets to, to to rock, and then I know like you can. There's gonna be like full customization of your characters and your cat, but this one they just gave you kind of like um I think it's about like six or eight preset stuff, and it was actually pretty cool. Like they 
they were actually pretty variety. Like they actually had um, people of color, um, different age groups, hair colors. So it was actually pretty diverse. Like if it was this is all you got, would probably be still pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then the and then the cats were freaking super adorable. Like cats. Like anytime like I got frustrated with the game, the cats did something adorable, and I'm like, I want this freaking game. <laughs> like <laughs> like at one point you're you're going after this like monster, and you kind of get into like waist high water and the cat legit throws out a raft and like paddles in a little raft behind you because the Aww, cat's not gonna get wet so and i'm like ah and then <laughs> there's like jake's heart yeah. ah. i was like, I was like ah, the kitty cat has a thing can't and wait like, to get this game and make make just, uh, yeah. harvey's clone punish yeah. harvey punish harvey <laughs> Yeah. Her Venom Harvey. <laughs> yeah, that'll be Venom bad. Harvey. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I was like, oh my gosh, this cat is so cute. And then like, it, like depending on what you set it on, the cat will like heal you. So I'm like, oh, the cat coming in with the heels. And um, the other one that was, I was like, oh my god, I need this game. Is I was fighting this one monster, and you kind of go back to its like nest, and these other like little tinier, well they're tinier than the main one, but they're still bigger than your character is like a, kind of attacking you too and the cat legit jumps onto the dinosaur and i don't know if he like punches it or what but then starts riding the dinosaur into battle to help you that's so, so freaking cute so you're fighting the monster and he's using the other dinosaur to help you and i'm like i want this game just for the cat he's so great cats um, too. i do love cats but there was like so many cool like stuff like ambient stuff like the one that was kind of funny was <laughs> the first monster was like oh it'll go around devouring things whole and then you see it straight up vor another dinosaur i oh. kind of posted it on on twitter but like yeah like it like oh right like, that's why you were like there's vor and monster hunter there's vor and monster and hunter and i i was just like why jay <laughs> yeah <laughs> gotta keep the war alive but yeah i was like oh my god well it was isn't that our rule like if i see it everybody has to see it yeah that's the <laughs> rule if i have to that's suffer so do you yeah this is what the cats so reminded like... me of <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right Twas i that set the place <laughs> sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you jake but you were talking no. about these cats and I, I was like, oh man, the warrior cats. Cats. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. It was I that set the house ablaze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, oh man, that, yeah, and there's all kinds of like cool backs, background stuff happening with that. One of the coolest things was um, that same monster where I was in like waist deep water. Um, there was like a water monster thingy that came out. And like, I guess if you kind of get like sidetracked, the, the lady is giving you instructions like, Hey, we're not going after that monster. And I'm like, well, no, duh. He's in the way. I don't want him to attack me. So I'm trying to, like, be careful. And then next thing you know, the, the girl's all like, oh, it looks like it's, like, you know, like, training in on the, on our monster. This might help us out. And they start fighting each other. So it's almost like in the wild, they'll fight each other. And then I guess whatever damage they do actually helps you out. Hmm. So I was like, this is bananas. <laughs> like, I think I remember that from a... the trailer. I think I remember like a, a bit where the guy kind of lured two dinosaurs together and they started to fight. Yeah. And so I think that's an, you know another thing you can do is like, yeah, bring in other dinosaurs, have them fight and do the damage for you. Bring in some wild oh. animals for the assist. <laughs> yeah. It was like amazing. <laughs> I'm like, no way. Like this is, it's just so clever. And then like, um, you can like 
Bronco, like I get an achievement because I got on a dinosaur like three times, and as you're on top of him, you're trying to stab him and stomp on him and stuff. So it was like Jake Leinhardt gets the riding a Bronco award or something like that. It was pretty cool. Um, I don't, everything about the the beta was actually pretty fun. Um, there are some stuff in the salt. It's kind of like petty stuff, kinda. I don't know. Maybe stuff that can work out before the game actually launches. But um, overall, like I had a blast playing it. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure if you don't know what Monster Hunter is, you're gonna have a ball playing it because the beta was amazing. Um, the next thing I played was Marvel vs. Capcom, which when they first announced it, I was talking so much trash because of the designs. Like Chun Li looked like her face was falling off. They, um, they're just, they're still not. They're good. like, they've improved a lot in this. Like when I was playing it. Um, it felt like a completely different game. Like, yeah, Chun-Li still looks a little weird. Um, Ryu looks a little bit more like he does in Street Fighter V. <laughs> um, but, like, the other characters, like the Capcom characters and the Marvel yeah. characters looked amazing. Um, okay, I en- ended up, like... pretty terrible in that first they were, They were, oh, my God. They were, like, I was talking so much shit when it came out. I had a friend that was like, are you excited? And I'm like, no, I don't want to play this freak show Street Fighter <laughs> Marvel <laughs> thing. <laughs> Sorry. Like, if I want to, I'd rather watch a Frankenstein movie than play this video game. They look horrendous when they first came out. Like, I, was, I can't even describe how Chun-Li looked. And then I think they have, like, Ryu looked like he was so buff he couldn't like even like touch his fingers. Okay, right, but he was was he like the one from the Yeah, was he like the one from the uh yeah, we had had to recount with like (laughs) knockoff Ryoni Kenshin and Ryu? Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) It was bad. Maybe those guys actually were better designed than (laughs) the the original. Because it was bad. It was so bad. Um but no, like, and so that's why I was like, eh, it's free, I'll, whatever, I'll, I'll give it a shot. But no, it was really, really fun. I ended up playing as, like, mostly Ghost Rider and Gamora. Yeah, and, I like, saw that. Gamora looks oh so God. good. She, she looks amazing in this game. Like, I, yeah. I kind of want, like, a Guardians of the Galaxy with this art style, because it was just... The, she that's what amazing. she looks like in the comics. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so that's why I was, like, really hype about it. Like, it was one of those where I'm, like, I'm glad they went with the comic design. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I like the way they have um, Zoe. Um, Saldana. Yeah. I like her, like, because I remember James Gunn said that he was kind of, he wanted her to be more like a matador. Like, yeah. kind of, like, fancy and and beautiful with the way she was, like, fighting. So I'm like, that works for the movie Gamora. But, oh, like, it absolutely works for the movie Gamora. But, like, in yeah. the comics, aesthetically and, like, seeing like color palette wise because the yeah the because her skin is like that dark green and then mm-hmm. space is really dark and then like putting the white on her like really makes her pop and mm-hmm. it's like that for the video game too because like um the the green could kind of blend into their backgrounds but instead they kind of like throw the splash of white on her and she really stands out and comes forward yeah, and it just it they just, man they just did a really good job on her. Um, they did an outstanding job on Captain Marvel. Like I'm like, am I falling in love with Captain Marvel? I you should I fall in love with Captain Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, like she, her design was great too. And then like they even had the um, when you were doing like the super you know like Hadoukens and all those combos or whatever. Hadoukens. 
I don't know what they're called. Like, super no, no, that's like know. my friend and I have a joke about Hadouken like that. <laughs> oh, Hadouken. Yeah. It's the Hadoukens. Um, <laughs> yeah, like she actually has like in the comic where she what she got that mask with the, the mohawk. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, it looks really cool. She she goes into this, like, she gets, you know, her power aura around her and starts blasting people and stuff. They actually got rid um, of that mask because she had a, basically it was a helmet. <laughs> and yeah. um, I think it was Chris Anka who was like, why does she need a helmet if she can breathe in space? And no one could <laughs> answer him, so they got rid of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it was just because it looked cool with the mohawk coming yeah. out. And they were like, we really don't need this, but the mohawk looks cool. Um. But yeah, so everybody in it is pretty good. Like they they had like Nemesis from like um Resident Evil and he's like almost bigger than the whole screen, which was pretty hilarious. <laughs> um it was just pretty it was pretty fun um overall. I was as much crap as I talked about it, I really enjoyed it and I'm like, uh, you know, if this drops to like 15 15 bucks or 10 bucks, I'd probably pick it up in the in the future or whatever. I mean, I just don't feel like I would want to... I'm not that into fighting games mm. that I would want to spend, like, full price. Or I think even right now it's, like, 35 bucks. That's, I'm like, no, I don't want to spend 35 bucks on it. Holy but shit. When it drops, I, I think it'd be... Games. Like, I used to be super into them, but it's just... There's no one to play with. And then, Yeah, fair. And there's... And, it's going to be in my salt why I don't like the online. <laughs> but um, it was just, that's all you could do. You could either do training mode or wait while you're training for someone to challenge you online. So mm, Kind of um, like I um, guess ma- Overwatch, where they have to look for a match. Yeah, so that's pretty much what it was. It's looking for a match while you, you're in training mode. And then, um, I don't know, I guess if you had the full game, you could probably do story mode or arcade mode against the computer, which would have been fun. But since it's a demo, that's all I got. Um, so yeah, so that was really fun. So my next one is oh the movie God. Boss Baby. I can't believe, I just, Jake. Since I got some stuff before we started recording, I guess Jesse and Kay, you can buckle up or pull the headphones off <laughs> as I praise the movie Boss Baby. Oh my God. Because I can't believe I've we already... just made fun of your wife for watching Hallmark movies and now you're going to turn around and you're going to be like, but Boss Baby. I can't believe you've done this. I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> I can't believe you've done this. Well, let me tell you what. I've already watched Boss Baby on Netflix three times in like the span of a week. Um, who hurt you? Because who hurt me? <laughs> My crying baby hurt me, I guess. Um, I was looking for something to watch with him that he hasn't seen before. And I put it on. And he's like, ooh. And he gets all quiet and he's ooh. watching it. That's why Jake likes this- it. <laughs> okay, that's why. Well, that's the first reason why I watch it is that when I put it on three times, he was like, boom, let's do this. We're watching this movie. Um, the other reason is that, like, I actually found it funny. Um, the, the first kind of scene of where, like, where do babies come from is, like, Alec Baldwin's baby going down this conveyor belt, and he gets into all these shenanigans as he's going down the, the conveyor belt. But then, like, my son was, like, laughing at the comedic timing, and I'm like... My baby understands comedy. He's like my laughing baby at the right. understands comedy. <laughs> yeah, Jake, you're so cute. Are you gonna end up no, like that like, person that watched a B movie like two hundred times? No, <laughs> no. 
boss baby is far superior to Jerry Seinfeld. I'll excuse you. Know, you know what? I kind you. of believe that. No. No. No, I did an entire page layout based on the B movie for my uh, typography class. And I'm the one that's sick for like a boss baby? I mean, I don't particularly like B-movie, but I was forced to watch it. And then my school turned around and was like, this was too violent for children. Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of inappropriate stuff um, in Boss Baby that I'm like, really? It it goes over the... I mean, (laughs) I doubt your son is like, wow, I understand No, he's not going to get it. Well, like, yeah, I was watching it, and my wife was like, uh, the hell did he just say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I found it delightful. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize I was going to get this much stuff from you guys. I thought you'd be like, oh, Jake likes a stupid baby movie. No. But, um, no, I this, have you seen it, though? I understand that there's all this stuff bef- about J- it, but Jake, have you seen it? I don't, I don't have to answer you. <laughs> To tell you that you're still wrong. <laughs> I've watched part of it. Yeah, I've watched part of it, too. Uh, up to what what part did you see? I don't fucking remember, man. Oh, my gosh. Y'all gotta sit down and watch it. No. Yeah, I, okay, listen. If we turned it off, does that mean that we have to... Like, doesn't that fucking tell you how we feel about Boss Baby? I'm like, just like... Jake, you can enjoy things we don't like. (laughs) We're literally a pod... I think about this all the time, but we're literally a podcast that talks shit about stuff. However, at no time are we saying that you cannot enjoy these things. I feel like that's important to like. Well, I had a blast watching it. Watching, yeah. Alec Baldwin, Act a Fool as a Baby. Um, I got to see... Having a good time. Having having a good good time. I was having a damn blast. I'm telling you what, I was enjoying it. Um, oh, there's there's a part with like they dress up as Elvis, and then uh, <laughs> that's such a tired this, old joke though. But it's so good hearing Alec Baldwin, and then like it's the the babies on top I think of the we've brother. Discovered the up. truth is that Jake has a crush on Alec <laughs> <And> Baldwin. Then, <laughs> no, not uh, not at all. I don't remember I, when no. Alec Baldwin was in a Thomas the Tank Engine movie. Oh my god, was he? he yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In the back of my head, I'm like, do I want to watch this? Uh, but no, they dressed up as Elvis, and then all they're using is like Elvis like song lyrics to talk. So he's like, oh, I was robbed by a bandito. And he's all like, it's a devil in disguise. So it was like super hilarious. Um, and then there's a the part where uh, when he gives them the backstory about the baby core, he made, he's like, here, suck on this pacifier. And so they have to suck on a pacifier. And um, it's just like this hilarious scene where the dad walks in and they're both sucking up pacifiers and the dad's like, what the hell? And then leaves. <laughs> but it's, it's it was really funny. I don't know. I enjoyed it. Um, moving on to Death Stranding. Um, speaking of babies. Koji so loves, um, loves Norman Reedus so much he had to put a baby in him. Exactly. <laughs> Every time a new Death Stranding trailer comes out, I understand it less. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, th- oh my god, <laughs> this, like this new one. Nobody knows eight what minutes going on in that fucking game. Absolutely it- no one, including Except- the people yeah. that are in it. Yeah, I Matt Nicholson like- doesn't know what's going on. I feel like Guillermo del Toro sort of knows. Like he has this smirk. I feel like, like he knows yeah, del Toro probably, probably doesn't him. care. <laughs> yeah. 
He probably doesn't. He's like, he's like whatever, whatever I'm having is. a good time, having a ball. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're bros, so. Yeah, like, yeah. But, yeah, so I guess if anybody missed it, they had the video game awards and um, Kojima comes out with uh, Norman Reedus and they, they drop a eight-minute trailer um, that really does confuse a whole lot. <laughs> like, I don't... It just—it's just, it's there just are like things it's, that look really interesting. Like oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, the cool the thing, whole anti gravity thing, and yeah. Well, the cool thing is that I guess Kojima did an interview with IGN, and he did explain some stuff. So, um, the aging is actually caused by the rain. So there, I guess he said it's called time fall. And so I guess when you see all the the trailer opening, you saw the plants kind of withering really fast, and then the one guy that's crushed in the car, his face starts. Yeah. aging really fast and it's because he's getting hit that's why they all have those like you know the rain suits on and stuff because i guess that's it's called time fall there's some kind um, of crazy invisible monster yeah he didn't he didn't say what those were which i'm like oh tell us what the monsters are um he did also say that um he's because uh, you know the whole death stranding and death is a thing was saying that like in the game you're not death kind of like death is in the end and I guess he hinted where in the trailer where Norman Reedus kind of goes underwater, like in that, like whatever, that's kind of like a limbo area in the game. I guess he said everything that happens in the trailer is like immediately, like kind of right after the prologue. That just raises and further questions. I have further yeah, questions. Yeah, I know. Wait, does <laughs> but, that mean that but you're I guess playing he... after you die? Or does that mean that you're in a place where I'm thinking too hard about this? Where, yeah, like... well, from what he said in the, the interview was, um, that like when you die in the game, so whatever, you know, you get killed or whatever, you go into this like water limbo world where I guess you go into first person and almost, I guess the best idea someone said was like, it's like so, um, Dark Souls where you can actually go back to your stuff and recollect your stuff okay. or your souls type of a thing. And then Oof, thanks, you Jake. go back to, yeah, and then you go back to, I guess like, you know, out of the water, you go back into where you left off. But the thing is like kind of like not like a checkpoint or anything like that your death has a repercussion like it did in the trailer. So like when he came out of the water, there was that big crater Yeah. from whatever happened. So they're saying that like, I guess when that explosion happens, Norman Reedus actually died and went into that like limbo water world. And I don't know how the baby, I'm assuming the baby is the tie to coming back to life. Um, that's why the baby was in his throat. somehow. <laughs> It was, was super it, weird. It was baby gives you a thumbs him. up. No, Hideo Kojima just fucking <laughs> wrote an mpreg fic with his yep. favorite, like yep. his favorite yeah. like, <laughs> actors, and then just turned it into a video game. And he's like, "I'm living the life," and then slammed down right. his sunglasses. Yeah, he's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I just knocked up Mads Mikkelsen and Norman Reedus. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I thought it was kind of interesting, but it. The trailer was just so good. I was like, it's visually, anyways, because it made no damn sense. But <laughs> visually, you're like, what the hell is going on? I heard um, that uh, a Sony exec said that if you play the game, it makes sense. Like, well, I'm yeah, sure, I think, like I but said, the for the time hours, being. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's a fucking mess. It's, I don't even know what's going yeah. on. It looks I don't beautiful. even know what kind of game it is. I have a question. Do the characters have names, or is it just Norman Reedus, Mess Mickelson? I think, he said, no, I, think, I think he said that the that uh, Norman Reedus' character's name's Sam. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, because they say that in the trailer. The guy's like, Sam, he's like, shut up. Don't even breathe. Oh, okay. Um, like, but there's like so there much detail that's happening. making them look exactly like the people in real life. Like, yeah. <laughs> bankability. Star yeah. power. Yeah. Star power, I guess. Yeah. But like, it's super weird. It makes Cause, me uncomfortable. Because they can. Because technology yeah. can do that now. It's pretty cool. It's so uncomfortable. But yeah, there's just there's so much detail in it. Like, like at the end, you see like Norman Reedus crying. But that other guy that was in it, the older older dude, he has like a teardrop that came out. So then people were like, well, "What does the teardrops mean?" It means they're like, crying. That... You weird. Dude, that's what I thought too. I'm just like they know they're about to die, so that's probably what means you're overanalyzing people... things. Yeah, but that's yeah. It was Kojima, so everybody's like, everything means something with Kojima. Some higher intellectual thing or whatever. But <laughs> I don't know. I, I got a PS. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, I got a PS4 for Death Stranding, so I don't know. It looks good. Um, I know there's there's going to be some cool multiplayer stuff. I mean, um, we've kind of talked about it. Actually, me and Kay were talking about it before we started recording, but like the gameplay in like um, the Phantom Pain is just like so fun. So I'm I'm hoping he kind of brings that over because uh, I'm not sure if it would. Well, I guess I. With what, what they're the showing is, us of the story, I'm kind of confused as to how it kind of, that could it could be that kind of game. But it, I mean, we've barely seen anything else, so who knows? Yeah. I yeah, I have so. no idea what the gameplay is going to be like. Like zero. Like I can't even guess what the gameplay is going to be like. Yeah, I forget. He made this other comment earlier where it was like you you have a connection and you have a stick. And like that <laughs> even like it's, it's just. Yeah, I know. It's the you craziest. Have, you like, have a connection like, and you have a stick. You have a stick. Like, oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Help me. Um, and I forget it was supposed to be like, you know, when you're doing multiplayer, it's it was this weird thing where it's like multiplayer. You can go anywhere you want and don't have to be with your team, but you're still connected to your team. And then the stick being like your weapon or whatever. But I guess he was trying to make it like simple, like connection, stick, this thing. Like, I don't know. Well, yeah, because doesn't like mess have like all those people like. Yeah. And like those, yeah, those tethers coming out of them. Yeah. So I don't know. But he's, I swear this dude, he has a way of like grabbing your attention. And then you're just sitting there like, I want to know. I want to know. The best part, (laughs) I've got to say this. After we were watching it, and I was like tweeting, like I want to know, Allison, she, like pops up this tweet where freaking Kojima legit taking pictures of his toys. One of the toys being Mads Mikkelsen. Oh yeah, like, yeah. like legit used toys, and he put like in his tweet was like, "I'm actually working, not playing." Like actually sh- showed how he mapped out that scene with his toys. He has a hot toys figurine <laughs> of Hannibal, and he fucking. There's one where it's like sitting next to his. I now have additional questions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's one where um, it's like. One. I love that I typed in Hideo Kojima and like it just. I didn't even have to finish it. Um, <laughs> That's running. Toys. <laughs> Maz- yeah, he's got all the Mad Mickelson toys. This this is like a two hundred fucking dollar toy. That's Someone's the- got. No, nothing's too good for his crush, okay? <laughs> Look, it comes with different hands. Does it come with a Naruto jacket? Because oh, the fucking the Naruto thing. jacket was hilarious. Yeah. Look at look at this. Yeah, it's like one of the really <laughs> fancy. Mad son. 
Madson. Madson. I'm pretty sure you say his name Mess. I think he said that in an interview. Oh, is it Mess? Yeah. No yeah, because yeah, it's. Yeah, I like calling him Mads. Yeah, I was calling him Mads too, but I think he, he say his name Mess is what I. Mean, I mean, if we ever meet him in person, he's going to be Mr. Mickelson. So, like, does it really Mr. matter? Mr. Mickelson. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I ever have to meet Mess Mickelson in person? Yeah, we yeah. wouldn't. Exactly. Here you go. Just, God, Kojima oh has God. such a huge crush. Oh, he does. Such a huge right? crush. Where's the? I can't find the post, but the one where he was talking about how um, Mess used to arrive to the studio earlier. So Kojima had all these pictures of him smoking a cigarette because he thought he looked cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's his man crush. Actually, he has multiple man crushes. Yeah, oh, he sure. does. Oh, after, absolutely. He loves Norman Reedus That's too. Probably why, like. It's probably like why I like Kojima because we both have a lot of man. It, he likes dudes who look like they crawled out of a dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> wow! And he can clean them up. <laughs> I'm here to clean him up and get him back on his feet. Uh, but so yeah, that's my that's my pre-salt. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess since we're talking about game trailers, I guess we're kind of obligated to mention the FromSoft teaser. Hmm. Oh yeah. The, how long was it? Like ten seconds. It was. It felt like yeah. it was eight seconds. It was. It was. Yeah. It was under it was one like minute sec- for sure. Probably no. It was definitely like ten seconds, like you said. And then that what's his name? Body, Body video, video did an eleven minute. minute. <laughs> Freaking hate dude. It's not his fault. FromSoft has trained its fans to be this way. Yeah. Yeah. But. His video was actually really good, though. I was like, I didn't notice the content. I wasn't even trying to guess what it was from or, like, if it was going to be a new Bloodborne game or what. But I stared at it for a good-ass long time being like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, I don't know. I I thought it was a bone that was, like, resetting itself, which would would be cool, but... It does look like there is, like, whatever it's made out of has bone on it because that's definitely, like, a bone texture. But then I don't understand Mm -hmm. the, like, spool thing with the blood on it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, someone said, Man, "What if it's a new so shadow tower?" Theories. And I'm like, "What if it's a new shadow tower?" But who knows? There, it's yeah. anybody's guess at this point. Shadows it was the most obscure yeah. teaser I think I've ever seen. It would be like, like, show us a piece of your movie, okay? And it's just someone's <laughs> elbow. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> what happened. And everyone's theorizing about what <laughs> the elbow means and who it belongs to. Yeah. I have friends that are like, dude, are you so excited? It's Bloodborne 2. And I'm like, how are you getting blood? There's nothing in this. Thir- like 13, 10 seconds of just a thing. Like, well, it does kind of look like a weapon, and it does look like it's covered in blood. So, Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I do we'll like find that. out. Um, I'm, not, I'm not holding my breath for anything in particular, um, yeah. but we'll see. Um, other than that... I've caught up on the Arcana story. They're still releasing chapters, and they're supposed to be releasing one sometime this month. I don't know. I'm following the the uh, Twitter for the for the game, and <laughs> really they updates. they retweeted a uh, a fan art of uh, Julian screaming, and they're like big mood for trying to finish this uh, chapter in time or something like that. <laughs> so they're working on it, I guess. But um, I'm all caught up. You. Like I said, it's there's the first five chapters, and then you go through each character's route, and they kind of function as different save files. They don't actually interact at all. So I did Azra, and then Julian, and then I finished up with Nadia. And um, 
it was kind of funny going into that one. My friend kind of downplayed Nadia. She doesn't really like Nadia that much. Um, so I started with the two guys. Um, and Azra's... Uh, I just dropped my chapstick all over the place. I'm sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Azra's route is kind of like weird, sort of weirdly chased because he's all busy being mysterious. Um, Julian's really dramatic and he, he's kind of like Fenris in a way. He sort of has some sort of traumatic past and then in act two he dumps your ass and disappears from the story. Um, and then Nadia is the thirstiest girl in town. Fenris left me. So Nadia <laughs> Nadia is uh, is Anders. Nadia, Na- Nadia <laughs> is down to fuck at all times. <laughs> it's great. I'm just like, like wow okay this is how we're going with this story she's not she's not bad like anders though she's she's a good yeah character. but anders was thirsty the minute anders he walked was into the room thirsty as fuck. <laughs> i was like calm down <laughs> like i could say something rude to him and he'd still be like dtf though yep <laughs> wink <laughs> wink oh yes he is he, she, she, nadia i guess is the anders in this equation um <laughs> And just oh, and then funny. what's also funny about okay, there's two things that I that I learned from Nadia's route that were kind of funny to me. The first of all is that like okay, so like the the beginning of the story is that you're essentially a magician's apprentice to this Ozra character, and you're living in a little shop with him. I found out in Nadia's chapter. Oh, and also Ozra and Julian are the two characters that I was like, nah, dude, they're banging last episode. Um, oh yeah. So I found out in Nadia's chapter, there's only one bed in that shop. So like, where were Ozra and Julian <laughs> banging on oh, the floor? I guess hilarious. I don't know. But um, the other thing is that Ozra is so useless in every other character's story that he's basically relegated to like the mom from Mean Girls. <laughs> you guys need anything? Oh, Some snacks? A condom? Okay, I'm leaving now. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cute Osra read the room um, but yeah I, I don't know I like it I right now I'm just kind of spinning the wheel and saving my keys for when the game co- like the like, next chapter comes out it's trying to save up my yeah. coins um, if they have an option to buy the book and basically and a book is three chapters and basically if you buy the book then you can read it as many times as you want without having to use a key on it and all of the uh, coin-gated options are opened to you, so you can pick whatever you want. And that's 500 coins. And in a moment of weakness, I was like, what would it take to just buy the coins to um, <laughs> unlock this? Then I looked at the prices, and I'm like, what if I didn't do that? Yeah, exactly. Okay, that was so cute. It was like that's $40 for 1,000 coins. It's 500 coins to oh, unlock boy. a book. There's six books... It's a lot of money. <laughs> Think I'll just wait yeah. patiently oh and spin God. the wheel. Warframe is like that. Warframe had this like new like the the prime are supposed to be like the deluxe versions of the like different suits, and they had this new one come out, and I'm like, oh, it looks like a, like a Harlequin almost, like not Harley Quinn, but like you know the old school. Harley yeah, Quins. like a Harlequin. And so I'm like, oh, I'm like, you know what? I'm like, shoot, maybe I'll buy one, and it's like eighty dollars. It's like seventy nine ninety nine, yeah. and I'm like. That's for a character, not like I mean. I guess the game's free, but I'm like, I want to spend eighty bucks on the game. Yeah, like let alone I like just a character. I like this app game. I want it to succeed. I'm not going to spend a hundred dollars on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Fair. So I've got twenty whole coins now uh, from spinning the wheel. Like I said, sometimes you get trinkets, sometimes you get. I, I did post a screen cap recently of a bottle of premium salt. Like it me. 
but um, <laughs> that's just, I'm just going to have to be patient, I suppose. Um, other than that, on Saturday, it was the Cosplay Winter Ball. My friend and I went, we dressed as, um, well, we dressed in like suits, but we tried to theme them like Yusuke and the main character of Persona 5. Um, oh, that was fun. There's not a whole lot to say about it. I'm kind of a wallflower at events like that, but I had fun with my friend. Uh, and then afterwards, uh, a bunch of us went out to Olive Garden, and I got glared at by a woman in, in the Olive Garden women's bathroom. So that was a little awkward. But uh, um, <laughs> I, and... I had that happen to me when I was okay. So we have this thing called the Dickens Fair in San Francisco, and it's a long drive, but you know drive out to san francisco to do it like once in the winter and uh i hate to say cosplay but that's kind of what you're doing you can you don't have to but you can dress in like victorian clothing but my hair is short so i was like i don't feel like wearing a wig so i'm gonna be a dude right so i was like basically i'm pretty sure i was just like a factory kid um and so i was going around and this lady, first she smiled at me because she thought I was a boy. And then when she realized that I wasn't a boy, she got really angry that I was basically cross-dressing. <laughs> I don't know. So I think for me, it was that the lady wasn't sure if I was a yeah. boy or not. So she was kind of glaring at me like, are you supposed to be in this bathroom? And I'm just like, excuse me, I need to wash my hands. <laughs> Yeah, I think this lady was just like, it's one of them them girls who thinks they're boys or whatever, like oh, whatever God. old people think. But I was just like, oh my God, free me. Yeah, um, my friends and I, my friend and I are already making plans for the cosplay prom, which is in June, I think. Um, the reason she made me download the Arcana was because she wanted me to cosplay Azra, so that's what we're doing, or what that's we're cute. planning on doing. We'll see. Um, and <laughs> no promises. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I, I'm like, you know what? You start your costume first, because <laughs> because is going to take a long time. He's got a lot of like, he's got this stupid coat with a bunch of colors in it, like some Technicolor dream coat. Um, and that's all I got for my pre-salt. Yay! Cool, cool. I almost clapped for you, and I don't know why. <laughs> um, <laughs> So for my pre-salt finals are over. I took my you last lived. final today. I lived. Hey. I I was walking to my final, right? And I there are these guys outside talking about, you know why that video did good, man? Memes. Hot memes. And I was like, what the fuck? So I go in and I take my final, which took me like an hour, right? And I come out and they're like, yeah, you mean like, like Wiley Coyote, man? And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck are these kids talking about oh god these dudes are just like standing out so i talk about hot memes and wiley coyote um hot hot memes memes. dank memes um oh that reminds me of the so jake jake got me um night in the woods right is what it's called yeah and i was playing it and um when he like when you first walk into the woods he's like this is some dank nature (laughs) (laughs) and i i started laughing um i'm so angry at that game right now jake i had to stop playing it i was like this is what what am i to do what am i supposed to fucking do um it's like a puzzle game if y'all don't know uh 
fucking impossible, okay? Where are you at? I'm on the second challenge. So I'm at the part where you, like, I needed to know that I had to double jump, right? But where am I to go? I think I need to go onto the tree. On the telephone wire. There's a telephone wire? Yeah, you can climb on the telephone wires. What the fuck? (laughs) They're like, run and jump three times and don't stop. And I'm like, okay, but where am I going to? And I, every time, I just fall to my death. Well, not death, but, like, I just fall down. And I'm like, what the fuck? Um... Yeah, I think there's like two, like, or maybe three, like, little step looking things. Yeah, I. And so you're supposed to do the one, two, three, and then on the third one, you do the, the high jump onto the wide. See, this is why I gave you that tip, because I'm like, this, that frustrated me too. And then it sucks that it's right at the beginning of the game, because you're like, what the hell? This game is already broken and it barely started. Yeah. But yeah, you do the one, two, three, and then you can walk on the telephone wires. Oh, okay. And then you go across that way. Oh, yeah. thank God. And then she does this, she does this, like, really cute, like, balancing thingy super adorable all right i'll have to try that i think you're really gonna like the game as i was thinking i just got it because i like i'm like you're gonna like it because of the art style oh yeah and then it's a cat i love the art style but then like i realize that like the further (laughs) you get in the game it's probably gonna be super relatable to you and i'm like oh crap this game is pretty much built for jesse without jesse knowing it yeah my other friend was trying to get um, me to play it but i I hadn't. I had no idea what it was, but yeah, it's it's super. Good. I I like the music a lot too. I don't know. It feels really chill. Yeah. Um, and then Greg rules. Okay. <laughs> what are we Greg gonna do? Rules. Crimes. Okay. Crimes. <laughs> Crimes. Yeah. Um. So that that's happening. Uh, I'm gonna see Star Wars tomorrow. Even though I know I'm gonna Woo! hate it because I got the whole thing spoiled for me. So I mean, I don't know the intricacies of it. So. Uh, like, there are still a lot of questions to be answered that I don't think are going to get answered, but, you know, you know, I just want to see my babies, um, and, except friendship with Kylo Ren ended forever. Well, I don't know forever, but I put all my figurines away of him for a while, because I'm like, I'm so salty about this. Um, I'm salty that he got more screen time than Finn or Poe combined, uh, yeah, so I'm gonna the only thing I'm gonna keep track of right now, uh, because someone told me I've been told a lot that the POC characters kind of got sidelined. I am going to keep a tally of how many times I have to see um, Ray and Kylo versus how many times I see Rose, um, Poe, or Finn. So that's my little salt. Also, one of the reviewers said that Hux was the funniest character in this movie, and I'm like, what? Okay. <laughs> what does that mean? Um, so I'm going to find out, yeah. but I thought it would be a nice little spoilery, f- spoil-free thing I could do to, like, talk about it, because pr- I need to talk about it. Richard from We Are Not Wizards is going to go see it on Saturday or Sunday. Um, so him and I, I'm going to yell at him as soon as he sees it. I'm just going to fucking get get online. No, uh, <laughs> what the fuck time is it in Scotland ever? I think they're eight hours ahead of us, right? Yeah, I yeah. Think so. I want I to go see it soon, is. but with the holidays rapidly approaching, I probably won't have time until like either the last week of December or the first week of January. So yeah, that's why I'm not. I probably won't talk about it till I probably won't end up talking about it like properly until maybe the end of January. Will that be enough time for people to go see it? Maybe we could do a spoiler cast. Maybe. Yeah, you can do a spoiler cast. Okay. Um. So and then that yeah. so that I don't hurt anybody by giving them spoilers because this is yeah 
you don't want spoil. I mean, I wanted spoilers, and I'm not sad that I got spoiled for it. Um, but like, there's some shit goes down, and you're gonna be like, "What the fuck?" So that was as vague as I could be. Um, I went to go see The Shape of Water with uh, hey. my good friend Raven, and um, it was her birthday on saturday of last week hey happy birthday um and so we went on friday and we had to go to san francisco which means i had to drive to a place where we could get to public (laughs) i had to drive to a town where we could get on to public transportation and take public transportation to san francisco um and we walked around and it was really nice because it was nighttime and the city was all decked out for christmas um and it's like we were over uh by the bay so at barcadero in barcadero and they're like there were people like ice skating and doing fun stuff um and we got there an hour early so we had time to get lost and like walk around for a while but uh so for some reason the premiere date got pushed back and pushed back and so then it had limited releases all the way until the 22nd is going to be when it generally is released to the public That's yeah um I have a feeling that has Not something that to do with like that known or anything. No, they just we'll put out a thing that, about though. it. Yeah. Um, so I had to drive. That's why I had to go to San Francisco to go see it, which is not close to me at all. Um, so, uh, but it was, it was good. You guys, I cried. I cried so much. Um, I laughed. <laughs> I cried. We were in the front fucking row that, let me fucking tell you something real quick. Um, this is kind of salty, but I have to tell you this. So it was in this crazy, like, I spent $14 on this, on one ticket, and um, we had to choose our seats, right? But, like, we couldn't be there too long, because otherwise I'd miss the train home, so we couldn't go to a too much later of a show, so the only seats we had left was the, fr- was the front row. But because you reserve your space, some people showed up, like, hella fucking late, and they still got to sit in a better seats. Meanwhile, Raven and I were in the front row and I have fucking crick in my neck because we were just, I don't actually know what that movie looks like as a whole because <laughs> I was only looking up at everybody. Like it was just, oh, it was, that was not the optimal way to watch this beautiful movie. But uh, yeah, that was some, oh, sorry, that was a little low key salt, but um, I, I, I really liked it. It was beautiful. Uh, I, I mean, I knew it would be, but um, I'm sorry there was no fish dick. They did explain <laughs> how the fish dick worked through visuals using her hands about how like there was like a slit and then she opens up her fingers and then like this little thing comes out of it and like that's where the dick is. Because um, her friend was like, what? How? Right? So she like explains. Um, but they don't actually show any fish dick. But they do show. I've got a fucking story about that. <laughs> so you you tweeted out, "There's no fish stick," and um, so like shortly after that, I think, or around the same time, like, okay. um, I'm sitting in Olive Garden with my friends after the uh, cosplay winter ball, and we're talking about going to see The Shape of Water, and one friend wasn't familiar with it, so we're kind of explaining what it is and and then you know my friend alex is like yeah and there's like um apparently there's like a, an explicit sex scene in it and i am sitting in the middle of olive garden i slam down my glass of water i'm like but there's no fish stick i was deceived <laughs> i was deceived too and it wasn't even an explicit maybe they had an explicit sex scene and they cut it out 
but like Maybe people are saying it's explicit yeah. because it's it sounds more salacious oh. because it's a, between a monster and a human. Oh, maybe. <laughs> it was very romantic, in my opinion. Um, yeah, like, it was a very romantic... Uh, it, it was, yeah, I'm like, if anybody can make it romantic, it's Yeah, Toro. he made it really romantic between this lady and her fish monster. Um, and, of course, it has that whole thing where it's, like, uh, Beauty and the Beast, where, like, the monster isn't the dude, it's the, like... It isn't the isn't the monster per se, but it's actually like a yeah, dude. It's, it's a human, human dude. Yeah, it's the Frankenstein um, principle, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's Gascon. It's Gascon. <laughs> uh, yeah, it it was very much like that. Um, but yeah, super good. There is masturbation in it. <laughs> so if Whoa. you're not comfortable with that, uh, some lady masturbation for you. Um, you might want to be a little careful but otherwise i saw this dude from high school too and i was like did i go to high school with you and he was like yeah and we both kind of looked at each other like we didn't want to see each other um not because he's a bad person but like i just really don't want people from high school to know where i am in my life um but yeah it was super good it's quirky it's everything like it's very it has a very unique sense of humor it does have period typical um racism and homophobia in it um which affects certain characters in the um movie but i think a lot of that is to go back to like talking about um it it revolves around like how people are perceived as monsters or this this fish dude is perceived as a monster but is actually not you know um and right. that certain people are also perceived as monsters that aren't. So it, it's all related. Um, so I, I I really recommend this film if you want to see it. Sorry, Kay, about the, <laughs> the that it's not coming out till the twenty second. Um, my last piece of pre-salt is that uh, Richard found out that I used to be called Skeletor, so I'm supposed to say Merry Christmas to Richard in my Skeletor voice. So if you don't know. Uh, my general response to people when they're like, Jesse, you're so nice. I'm like, I'm not nice. Um, <laughs> which is from that, like, I'm pretty sure it's actually from the He-Man Christmas special. And, <laughs> which is ironic. <laughs> and, and, like, he is, like, uh, like, while he's saying it, Skeletor is holding, like, this little puppy thing. He's like, I'm not nice. Um, I, fun fact about me, I fucking love Skeletor. I have a Skeletor, like, sleep shirt that I sleep in all the time. Um, I love him. And, uh, I don't know how, I don't know if I can do, like, the voice saying Merry Christmas, though. Like, I can't imagine, like, I could imagine him being like, Bah humbug, He-Man. But I can't imagine him being like, Merry Christmas, Richard. (laughs) Um, so, that's hard. Uh, but like, I mean, isn't isn't like doesn't it make sense that I love he- uh, uh, Skeletor? Because isn't he's like a he's a filthy yeah. wizard? Um, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, and he wears purple, which when I was a kid was my favorite color. Um, so there you go. Merry Christmas, Richard. Uh, happy. You're supposed to wait, Jake. You have to do it in your Oliver Twist voice. Yeah, I, I'm trying to like work out how I would. <laughs> well, you it. just. Y- it's just do, when you do a British accent, that's what it sounds like. <clears throat> well, let's see, like, like what was what I say? I can't even remember. Like, hello, governor, hello. Okay, 
Hello, Richard. It's Merry Christmas time, it is. <laughs> I don't know. Happy Christmas, Richard. <laughs> Happy if Christmas. Can I have some more? Have yourself a Merry Christmas, <laughs> sir. Merry Christmas. Merry Chrysler. Bibbidi bobbidi bibbidi bobbidi bibbidi bobbidi. Oh my god. I just like doing the other voice too. It was like, please, sir, may I have some more? More, you say? You yeah, want that's more. <laughs> my favorite, like, uh, suck up British voice is actually um, Nikki's when she did. Uh, the funny the Cluedo Colonel character. Mustard. Her yeah, Colonel Mustard. Mustard voice is my life. It's my. Li- she- I was gonna say. I wish she was here to do Mumra to your. I Skeletor know. I her Mumra. I. Funny. You know what's funny is I do call her Mumra when like when we were talking about it. I'm like you're Mumra and I'm Skeletor, and we're we're the baddest bitches yeah. of uh cartoon <laughs> television. <laughs> You know what's oh, funny is when I watch She-Ra, because my friend and I started re-watching um, He-Man. Oh, God. There's this part where the dude with the mustache on He-Man, he has a daughter who's, like, older and she's really hot. And she had a good point and she was trying to make it. And he's like, shush, child, and then puts his finger on her. And I'm like, hmm, I love this random sexism. And then we then we watched uh, She-Ra. I'm pretty sure it's She-Ra. Uh, and there's fucking vacuuming in it she's fucking vacuuming up crime and i'm like excuse me but why does she have to vacuum and he man's just like i'm gonna get on my tiger and ride into danger i have questions (laughs) right so that's my pre-salt i'm sorry i talked a lot so my first bit of salt are my co-hosts giving me shit about the boss baby it's not playing i just i just added that because we were talking at the beginning um no my my first bit of salt is uh the monster hunter world uh feels kind of clunky to me and i think it's just because like you're this person wielding these huge ass mm-hmm. weapons like they're they're a joke it's comical mm-hmm. they're like these big mega clubs um there's one it's like a ja- like a shield and then like a jousting stick the jousting stick is like a cedar branch that you're holding on to. And when you actually activate the weapon, all you can do is walk. And so it honestly feels like in Dark Souls when you have like a heavy armor set and you do that weird like walk. And then you do the fat roll where you just like kind of like falls on the like flops on the floor and he kind of rolls over. Um, I don't know. I just don't like the way it felt. So I would have to get like the, the lighter mm. weapons, which I felt didn't really do that good of like. I don't know. I felt like it, I had a hard time getting used to that. But um, there were a couple heavy weapons that were really fun. So I guess it's kind of going to be like find what weapon you like and what works for the, the monster you're fighting. But yeah, I just did feel like kind of clunky. The hitboxes were a little weird. Um, it does kind of... It's kind of funny how much I guess I related to... Not that I'm saying that this is Souls-like, but I... Because of playing Bloodborne and Dark Souls, like, you know, the whole, like, watching your roles and yeah. um, that kind of stuff. It, like, it just, it feels like um, Dark Souls is a good training grounds for this. Um, so, yeah, like, you know, the, the monster lunges at you, you roll out of the way, and then you try to fight them. But, like, sometimes it was good, and sometimes the hitbox was weird. Like, you'd roll, and then next thing you know... You're flying randomly <laughs> into the outer space. And I'm like, the hell? I'm like, I rolled. Why am I flying in outer space? Um, also, like, they have, like, a... 
um the target system was weird too like you you target like you would lock on like you you do in dark souls but then like you'd ain't like you start swinging and then like they're swinging aimlessly in a totally different direction so i'm like how the hell does that work i'm locked on like i should be swinging towards the monster or if you like accidentally move it it goes to um uh what is it? <laughs> and he goes to like a different other um, monster, and I'm like, no. So then you have to untarget, like untarget, and then like try to relock on. And so that was just getting like kind of frustrating. I'm just like, no, I just want to stay logged, locked onto this one person. I don't want to like accidentally hit the right stick, and then all of a sudden I'm locked onto someone else. So that was kind of frustrating. But even when I would get frustrated with it, again, this like the little things were like. I don't know, the cat doing cute cat stuff. I was like, oh, I want, I love this game. Or, like, I would have, like, a really good run of fighting a monster, and it just felt cool. Like, having the right weapon and having the right armor set, it just felt... And then also, like, playing multiplayer. Like, it was really cool running these different um, levels with so other people. So it is co-op, then? And just having fun. Yeah. I think it's... Um, yeah, you have up to... I want to say up to four people, or at least on the on the beta, okay. there was four people. And, um, yeah, it was just, it was really fun. Like if they track the monster before you do, then the lady's like, Hey, your, your friend found the monster. Go, you know, go help him out. And then, yeah, like you have like those cool moments where it's like the monster's trying to get away, but then because your, your, you know, online friend has another weapon, it stops them. And then you're like, Oh, cool. So it just had like that really, um, the co-oping felt really good. Like it really felt like you were with your buddies and, um, you're using your different weapons and your skill sets to actually stop this the monster from getting away and um the only thing okay i will say this the only thing that sucks is like you're beating up these like you know and they like of course they look ugly and they're mean and they're beating you up but at certain points they try to run away from you and then like you hear them like ah, and they're like limping and you're like oh the, it's like fighting Sif. Like, yes oh my god it was so heartbreaking you're like no he's limping no um yeah so it was the same thing with this one like you know it's a bad one. Like, it even said, like, this monster is doing Vore. You're like, we must stop the Vore monster. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you just feel bad seeing it limp away. Um, but, I don't know. If they can fix, like, maybe fix the hitbox a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's the beta, maybe work on so the targeting. probably do some... Uh... Yeah, exactly. So, I'm, I'm hoping they get the feedback from that and, you know what I mean, work those tweaks out. But, other than that, like, I still had really fun playing the game. Um, which brings me back to Marvel versus Capcom. Uh, playing online was either really satisfying or you just felt utterly useless. Like there's other times where I guess I'm playing like world championship dudes. They go to Evo every year because like I didn't even get a single hit off. It's just like bang, 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 bang. Oh, I'm getting jungled. I'm in the air. I'm on the floor. I'm trying to switch to Gamora. No, no, no. Gamora's getting beat up. Um, I try to do, like, it's kind of cool they have the different um, Marvel Infinity Stones. So the only thing that I can say that I can kind of brag about is that if this guy was trying to beat me up really fast, he didn't. Because I had the Soul Stone, and it's kind of cool when you activate the Soul Stone. You, um, if one of your characters has been beat, like, defeated, you bring him back to life. For, well, you know, they get a little bit more of their hit, their hit points back. So I was like, cool, I <laughs> did that for a little bit. But it was just so like I'm like, what am I even doing? Like, I might as well just not even attempt that to push happened. a button because this guy is just. Okay, this is really sorry to interrupt, Jake, but like that no, reminds me <laughs> of 
I did. I was in quick play the other day on um, on Overwatch, and this team annihilated us. <laughs> like, I was like, the, it was like, it was so like, I was like, are these like competitive players or something that are like top right? level who just decided to play quick play but haven't done it in so long that like they're down here with the babies because they obliterated us. I had never seen a team. I couldn't even be mad. I, I couldn't even be angry because, like, <laughs> it it was insane. And there were some high-level people on my team, too. And we were just dying. And I had never seen anything like it. It was like I was just there to watch us all die, right? It was like, this was a fucking right, massacre. Yeah. And there was nothing. And, like, any confidence I had that I was a good Overwatch player fucking flew out the window. Because I'm like, this is another level, right? This is where the big kids play. <laughs> I am in the big kid pool. Right, yeah. And I should be in the kiddie pool. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly how it felt. Like, I'm just... And I think at that point, I had, like, four, like, a four-win streak. And I'm like, oh, like, I'm getting the old, like, nostalgia for, like, how much I love fighting games. And then, like, just this guy comes out and, like... I'm like airborne the whole thing because he's just juggling me with all his combos and stuff like that. And no matter what I try to do, I can't, I can't even pull off a punch. So like he got like you know, and then like you have to wait till the end. It's like perfect. Other other fighting game players are are too good for me. Oh, I was just like, and then it was like funny because because it's a demo. It says like you're ranked fifteenth, and it's like this will have no no effect on your you know whatever, and. This guy was like still ranked. So I'm like, what the? How is he ranked in the demo? Like that makes no sense. But yeah, I was just like, so like, it has an effect on my self-esteem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, how dare you? How dare you, Capcom versus Marvel? But um, I've, I forgot to mention this in the pre-salt. But one of my favorite things that did happen was I had to fight a guy whose screen name was. Tupac Legend Bro 77 <laughs> and that just made me so happy and the whole time I was fighting I was like you like that Tupac Legend Bro someone's had that gamer tag <laughs> for a couple of years <laughs> yeah it was just it just made I me so happy I got obliterated that, like, by Otaku Yeah, some of the screen names are so good. I'm like, all right, Tupac Legend, My favorite legend, screen bro. name of all time was a battle tag for a junk rap whose fucking battle tag, I've probably said this before, it was Rush Hour 3 DVD. It was my oh favorite my one. Every time I see it come up on Tumblr, I start laughing so hard, like tears go into my eyes. I'm like, I wish I had been Rush Hour 3 DVD. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, there's some good ones out there, but so that was my my salt on those. Um, the one thing that I'm like super salty about, I don't know if I'll be able to channel the same amount of salt, but I was heated. Um, is Metal Gear Survive had some new stuff drop today? Um, I actually have a, a rant video on like my YouTube channel where, um, uh. In the middle of ranting, like there's people going by, and I got embarrassed, and so then that's I think I ended the video. But um, <laughs> like I'm like I'm so salty about this. Like there's no need for Metal Gear to Survive. Konami, I don't know what their problem is. They have the Fox engine that Kojima helped them build or whatever. So if they really want our money, all they have to do is remake all the other games in this new 
engine and we'll all throw money at it like we all saw the like um trailers for the pachinko <laughs> snake eater game or whatever yeah like those cutscenes look amazing they look stunning so give us that we will play these if you make a remaster we're going to buy it and if you threw it in the fox engine we're going to throw that much much more money at you but instead they make this blasphemous frankenstein game that legit should be its own new ip but because they oh well, my the, gosh are like, suckling at the teeth of kojima <laughs> i feel like um that, they probably don't think it would survive on its own <laughs> wouldn't survive on its own as a new ip no, because it it's really, just a fucking zombie really game wouldn't. with the metal gear ip attached to it at least it has like a name yeah people are gonna be like it's metal gear right the last one was good i, I don't really care about you know a lot of people i feel like most game well most people that play video games, I know, like the gamers. Yeah, I mean, Konami did Kojima burn a lot of bridges stuff. with um, fans, but there's still going to be a general yeah. populace that the, goes into a yeah, game there's... store and sees this on the shelf and is like, "Oh, I like the last game in the series," and you know, exactly. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, there's an." But if they just see like a generic game. zombie, you know, game, they're, they're not gonna be like, the "Whatever, difference. I had the Last of Us at home already." And that's exactly what it's. That's oh my gosh. That's it's like, it's the Metal Gear IP with fallout crafting meets resident evil it's like that's the abomination <laughs> they've they've put together this unholy trinity of of like video games which on when you watch it you're like this should like this should not be metal gear this should be its own whatever survive or just survive or konami survive, konami survive. or i don't know what you want to call it but it's like legit like and they're like after the events of like mother base in like you know the beginning of phantom pain end of um whatever the other one was called ground zeros after like the boss hightails it after getting blown up in his um helicopter the rest of the mother base gets sucked into this wormhole and then it's even like i was like even it's like the wormhole looks like the desert in afghanistan right like it's, it's the recycled afghanistan map with like different <laughs> visuals but but it's like you're lost in this time dimension and different people from different like, time eras okay, are showing up. Like, there's a and lot like, of uh, stupid bullshit in Metal Gear Solid story. Like, a lot yeah. of stupid bullshit. But it's a not <laughs> that <Yes>. stupid. <laughs> it's not. It's just like, like, and then they're like, you have to hunt and get water and eat and then build your defenses and then these i don't even know why you're afraid of them they're like these zombie thingies but they don't have heads they have these little crystals so i'm like why am i afraid of a headless crystal zombie it can't uh, if the crystal touches it'll me look do good. I it'll look good on the i don't understand what the f it will look amazing on the yeah. what the fuck am i looking at <laughs> but <laughs> did you look it up oh, i'm you're looking at it now? i'm looking at yeah. pictures of it what the fuck yeah, I don't know. It just—it was just like the more I watched, the more irritated. And then, like in the middle of the trailer, they're like, "Cause like this guy's narrating it, like you'll, you know, you will need to hunt and find water and build your defenses. You will have to craft." And it's just like saying, like, if you, <laughs> he's like, if you want to build better weapons, guns are very powerful, but you have to play these special uh, missions in order to get the blueprints. What the fuck does this have them. to do with and Metal like, Gear? Oh, nothing. Nothing. Absolutely. Can I just say that the, the, like the blondish main character guy kind of looks like Revolver Ocelot when he was young. Is that intentional? Uh, Is he supposed to be Frank Yeager? What? I hope not. I have. I really <laughs> hope it's not Frank Yeager. 
holy i mean to be honest i'm only like i barely know anything about metal gear to like i the i mean um i mean i know enough to 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 like be like oh yeah that dude who sings everybody knows shit fuck is um (laughs) it looks like he's dressed like solid snake like that (laughs) um but otherwise i don't know any and it may it became even more apparent to me when i found this person's where they were like shipping people they were like a fan artist shipping people from better gear solid and they were trying to explain like the au's and how they differed from the actual universe i was like what the fuck was happening in metal gear solid what what the is world the world may never know <laughs> okay yeah so, so really it is confusing because yeah. i was confusing. like oh okay oh yeah okay even if you love like Metal Gear, you're like, yeah. This part, I mean, I Metal know. Gear is known for having like half hour or more long cutscenes explaining itself, so you can't. You have to imagine that it is at least a little bit confusing on its own. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but yeah, I was just, I'm just like, I'm. I was watching this thing like, cause I really wanted like, it was like one of those tweets where it's like, um, <laughs> you know, like sometimes you see it where like, save I tweet and then I respond to my tweet, so they're both linked. So, like, the first one was the trailer, and then underneath it was like, oh, the free beta is coming in January, I think. And so I'm like, ah, you know, I I'm, I'm, was pretty mean. And then I, I just got, I'm just off of the Marvel Capcom, and I was, I was a jerk to them, so I'm like, I have fun. It's a demo beta, let me try it out, you know? And then I'm like, here's a little, the trailer, let me, let me press play on this trailer. And I'm just like, no, this is garbage. <laughs> I'm like... This is this is not Metal Gear. Like, you mean to tell me they get sucked? And my whole thought was, like, when it first happened, I thought, because when you play Phantom Pain, um, you actually, through different other missions, randomly recover people that were on Mother Base that somehow survived. And so I thought this was like, oh, okay, they got sucked into this void, and then somehow, however the game ends, it's you... You know, like, because it's supposed to be this continuation or, like, side episode. I think they even said that, like, this is, like, a bonus episode to Phantom Pain. So my thought was, like, oh, this explains where they went. And then when they come back out, that's how, um, you know, Venom Snake finds them in the wilderness of Afghanistan. And that's how he saves them and brings them back into the fold. But this is, like, no joke. Like, when I was telling you about the whole thing where, um... You will be crafting and killing deer and getting water. And you have to make an oxygen tank because to go into the special place to get the blueprints, it's surrounded in poisonous fog. And so you need to so craft kind of together like an oxygen us. tank. Yeah. And then, like, it's, it's just this merger of stuff. Um, and then, oh, oh, my God. We can't hear the best pipes, <laughs> but that is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, uh, it's over music, now. <laughs> but... <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, I don't hear any bagpipes, but... Um, yeah, the, the, the best, oh my god, I was just like, no. Like, in the middle of this, like, the guy was like, What's this? There's a, there's a person you have to save. Hurry up, buddy. So, like, it's like he's, like, narrating this weird video. Like and then, like, he, video. and it's like this, like, <laughs> yeah, and it's like this, like, um, Florence Nightingale type nurse. I don't know what era that is, you know, where they have, the, like, the little World War One or World War Two. And then, like, okay, yeah, like, it's like, because they're, like, this void is out of time. So, so I'm like, how the hell are these people getting sucked in? And then she's like, thank you. And I'm like, what the f-? And then she kind of looked like, um, <laughs> Stephanie Houston, the, the girl that played, um, um, quiet. So I'm like, 
Are they even recycling? They the probably faces? are. They I mean, that's kind of what they gotta save money. Do. I mean, she must have. But I mean, like, she probably signed a thing saying like her likeness is sold to this Konami Metal Gear game, right? So they could probably just use it without even having to paying her because she already signed the contract to it, right? Probably. I don't know how. That's lawyer stuff, but. I'm just like, she kind of looked like it. And I'm like, oh my God, like this game is making me so angry. I love how you're like, like, that's lawyer stuff. And then like, but you, I mean, you're asking the ether, but you're also kind of asking Kay. Like, <laughs> I don't Kay know has shit knowledge all of all like copyright <laughs> contract issues. I was just waiting, like, just because I know like Kay knows this stuff. So I'm like, Kay. I don't Daddy know this, this stuff. Oh. It's like a subdivision of law. That would be like saying, oh, you listen to music, so you know every genre of music. <laughs> yeah. Kay, you went to school for this. Back me up on it. And you're like, not yeah, really. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, my schooling was pretty general. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just I'm just so salty about that. I'm just like, I to me, I'm just like, the, the easy money would have been just remaster all the games in... Um, even if they would go back and remaster the Nintendo game, like the NES games, um, the ones that are actually supposed to continue after um, the Phantom Pain in yeah. the Fox Engine, because like nobody, like those games are like so hard on Nintendo. I, I feel I like know. this is almost unfair for you to say. It kind of feels like you're saying we'll just pump, like push them into the Fox Engine, it'll spit out a game, but it's not that easy. To remake no, I know it's not an and, NES like, game from scratch. Yeah, but like, just because they have an like, engine doesn't mean anything. No, I know that, but I'm just saying, like, I felt like that well, it makes would... it hugely like in terms of as a person who like who was interested in actually creating games and going into that business, it makes it hugely simpler. Oh, sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's how it's how Pixar can push out movies like they push out movies. Because they have everything. They just need to, like, jam it together and add separate textures and blah, 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 blah. So it's not necessarily easy, but they also, it's just as much work as them just going out and making a shitty game. Like, well, my, my, like, they, they had to come up with their own concept and go through all of this and build all those new characters and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it's definitely my, my more of a risk just... to remake those games than to just tur- churn out a shitty one, though. <laughs> no, see, but that's the thing, though. Like, I feel like there's enough nostalgia that, like, if they were to do it, like, because I would honestly, I would love to play um, Metal Gear Solid, the first one, in the new Fox engine with the way um, what's it called played um phantom pain played instead of the way it actually plays with the and i know like all the like metal gear people are like blasphemy but like i don't like this the the one set camera like that it that was mm. the, the thing that hurt me the most about <laughs> the first two metal gears um and even like metal gear 3 unless you get subsist- subsistence which lets you move the camera around but like i hate those like one frame like this is the only frame you get and then you can't tell if the person's behind the corner like resident evil and like, sure enough yeah he was there um yeah but i think like, those give me anxiety god yeah um but i honestly think if they were to do that like because to me like doing this is just like uh like i said like it's like i'm suckling at the teeth of Kona- uh, kojima like it's just like we're just gonna melt this titty for all we can yeah i and mean I'm basically just like- i'm not disagreeing with that but i am gonna say like i don't think that they're gonna do remakes because studio execs are gonna be like why would anybody want to play that it's old 
but this is so. a thing we i think we would i think that like okay but i'm not saying that would. i'm not saying that nobody would i'm saying that's what studio execs are thinking so it's just not gonna I happen yeah it, it just won't but God, especially with like them just be... trying to mine that pachinko machine yeah exactly i don't know it just makes me so salty and in a better world we want to be having Metal Gear Survive, but anyways, I mean, yeah. I, w- I was talking about, I mean, I'll talk about a little bit of this in my salt, but like at the end of the day, every major form of entertainment we consume is a business. And sometimes, sometimes people who have made an empire can be creative about stuff in a business. Like Kojima has the ability to make Death Stranding only because he worked on these other games. But most of the time, you're not being paid to make something inventive or in, um, like have ingenuity about creating these games, right? You're, right? Or movies, for that matter. You're just supposed to feed the fan base and you're just supposed to feed them what they want or what you think they want that's what on brand. What you think will be profitable. Yeah, you don't actually take risks. I mean, you can still be smart about how you're writing, or you're creating or whatever, but you're not being hired to take risks and try new things and be creative and inventive. You're just hired to spit out something. And like, I mean, as much as I love Marvel movies, that's the way it works. They keep spitting out the same thing. It just so happens that it's working better than the shit that DC keeps spitting out. (laughs) That's right. I went there. I I went there with the cinematic universes. You can fight me. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's my salt. I'm just, I'm just, just sad about the corporate machine, man. Yeah, <laughs> the man's um, bringing us down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'm mad because no theater in my area is playing The Shape of Water, and I was confused about the court, the uh, the release dates because, like, all all I could find was that there was a release date for New York on December first. And then there was a release date on December 8th. And so I thought that was the wide release date. So sitting in the Olive Garden, my friends and I are making plans to go see The Shape of Water the next day. And then I go to look at movie times and there's nothing. Absolutely nothing. Even the theater that sometimes gets like um, indie movies or foreign films or anything, uh, which is the Broadway theater downtown, nothing. They don't have that one. Um and so I was like super mad. I texted my friend and she's like, what? And we were kind of talking about going to see another movie, but we were both so salty that we didn't even want to go see another movie. We only wanted to see Shape of Water. So we just stayed in that night. It was one of those, like, I would rather have nothing. <laughs> yeah. That's how it felt when they like first started talking. Like there was all these reviews back in what? No- not even November. Was it October? I think it they were having early. critical showings like early yeah. on in November or in late just, October. I just didn't put it together. Like I, I was just like, "Oh, the reviews are coming out. Cool. This one's be coming out soon." And it's like, "No, it's at Venice this weekend." So that's what the date was, and I'm like, "Yeah." And it was Jesse that told me that they're not releasing yeah. it full until December 22nd. And I was like, "What is it? Just is it just because it's Utah? Like I don't know." But yeah, it's just <laughs> that they didn't. Uh, communicate their release yeah. dates properly. I don't um, think they knew. I think they pushed them back um, because w- my 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 friend. We found the original um, 
the original release date. Thanks. Sorry, my dogs are fucking barking so much. Uh, we found the original release date and then we found the, um, we found another like thing that had, uh, December 22nd on it. Um, and that seemed like it came out like newer. I don't know if it's just, if it just has to do with like seeing how well it does in like small theaters. Um, or if it had to do with the fact that like some larger movies are coming out, like Star Wars, for instance. For sure, Star Wars yeah. is gonna is a huge competitor. Here, yeah, so, and everywhere. Um, but yeah, nobody would go see Shape of the Shape of Water when they could go see Star Wars. Like that's I the would. basic. <laughs> I know. Yes, <laughs> but uh, as we're talking about corporate machines. No, for sure. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, and I for a second I wondered if that was it. Is it like theaters in Utah weren't willing to? show the shape of water because they didn't think it would do well in compare and they would rather put star wars in that theater which would have made sense would have pissed me off but it would have made sense um and i i just i just hope that it does get released here eventually even if it's only at the broadway theater i've seen like i said they do foreign and more like limited release films they i saw i saw moonrise kingdom there i saw the, sh- the sound of my voice and a lot of um not so wide release films there so i wouldn't be surprised if they got the shape of water um but if it does get a wide release then it probably won't go there and i won't have to worry about it um and then i went back into kingdom hearts um i was wrong about the two star zone i thought it was deep jungle but it was actually olympus coliseum guess what level i also hate in kingdom hearts (laughs) hey guess what level i got stuck on for so long that i it, it was about almost six months of when i first played because i was yeah i was a young i was a young human when kingdom hearts came out um got fucking stuck on cerberus forever and then um i like gave it to my friend to beat it but then she didn't beat it and then i beat it on accident or something like finally (laughs) um fucking cerberus is awful to fight just putting that out there i think i got him it took me a couple of tries to get him yeah he's a tough boss fight um but that one, again, like, you can kind of screw yourself with this game, because you can go to the Olympus Coliseum and get stuck with a much tougher boss fight than the Trickster, which is Cerberus. And then after that, you go straight into Deep Jungle, which is a three-star zone, which you're not prepared for. So it's kind of rough. Ooh, and it's ooh, just like, I don't like I don't like Hercules. I don't like Disney's Hercules. I don't like it. And I don't like, <laughs> hey, I especially don't like Phil. And um, I can give an entire uh, history about why Hercules is so fucked up. So if y'all ever want entire like weird one-off one-shot podcasts of me talking about Disney's Hercules and what the fuck happened with Disney's Hercules, um, just let me know. <laughs> Are you secretly the Lindsay Ellis on YouTube? Because she did a whole video about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Disney's Hercules hurts me because the um, the art design was so good. And, yeah, the like, art's really good. And the character design, and I love the idea that they were going to have the muses as a choir. Like, that's such a good idea, because, you know, it's always, like, sing muses. I thought it was so great, and so I liked Meg. I loved Megra a lot, and I loved uh, um, Hades, Hades a lot, Hades even though Hades was written very differently than he was acted. The voice actor came in and did something different, and then they rewrote Hades to kind of fit that attitude. So he was, was like much James more James Wood being James Woods. <laughs> yeah, like his original character was much more serious and not as funny. Um, but yeah, fucking Disney's Hercules was a fucked up time. 
I hate Phil a lot, and he's yeah. he's featured pretty heavily in Kingdom Hearts, and he's got that stupid like two words, and then he says a three word sentence joke, and I yeah. it's not funny. It never was, um, <laughs> and they use it a lot in in Kingdom Hearts because it's his that only was... Phil is he's the, the satyr. Yeah, yeah, but like, what was the actor? Uh, Danny DeVito. Was it? No, it was not Danny DeVito. Hold on, yeah, that's, I'll do the research real quick while Kay is talking. <laughs> yeah. I, um, were we trying to? Sorry, my computer distracted me by telling me it was going to restart my computer. Um, are we trying to figure out Hades' voice actor? No, no, Hades Phil. was uh, James Wood. Phil. Um. um yeah, yeah Phil is Danny DeVito. I I don't believe you. I don't want to believe you. I think, but you're probably <laughs> what? It right. Is. It's, I don't it think even it's Danny hate DeVito. This. It is Danny DeVito. Oh my god. <laughs> that makes it even worse. Why wouldn't you believe me? <laughs> we just didn't want it to be true. Here, this is this is the picture. I'll put this in the show notes, Jeremy. Um. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know who Danny DeVito would have been perfect to play um, in a live action? Okay, you know Atlantis? You know the dirt guy from Atlantis? <laughs> Yeah, mole. Yeah, the mole guy. Mole. Yes. If there was a live action Atlantis, I Danny DeVito hands down. Can mole. Danny DeVito actually like not act like Danny DeVito? Though? No. Like... <laughs> I guess he kind Danny of did. DeVito was just the Danny penguin. DeVito. Yeah. I mean, and I need. I'm gonna need for um, Terry Crews to be Sweets the doctor. Yes. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> or the like Allstate guy. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Um, Sorry, Kate. Yeah, we. But the Coliseum sucks. You have to go back there multiple times because there's multiple tournaments that you have to go through, and then also uh, the Sephiroth boss fight is in the Atlantis Coliseum in the first game, and that sucks. Yeah, you fight fight Sephiroth. You actually fight Cloud right before you fight Cerberus. It's you can beat him, but it's kind of a supposed to lose boss fight because he's really tough. Uh, You can beat him. I didn't. but yeah, Sephiroth is like an optional challenge boss fight in both games. Um, but the one and two is a lot better and more fun. Also, he's voiced by Lance Bass in Kingdom Hearts 1, which is pretty hilarious. No way. <laughs> no way. Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah. Jesse McCartney is in that game, too. He's, he's in Kingdom Hearts 2. What? He's Roxas. Yeah. He's Roxas. Yeah. Yeah. And Sora's Haley Joel Osmond. Wow. Wow, Lance Bass. Lance Bass. Bass. It's <laughs> I can't even think of like a joke. My mind is so scrambled right now. I'm that is to think the joke. Like, Lance Bass is Sephiroth. <laughs> you know what really bothers me about Sephiroth is he only has one wing and yet he can balance himself when he's flying. Shouldn't don't he just worry be kind of like it. one shoulder? Up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a side note. Okay, sorry. Um, Freaking Sephiroth, bye, bye, bye. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's what he sings when you die. No. It's, uh, it's tearing up my heart, Sephiroth. <laughs> Jake just went up and looked up every song. <laughs> I do. I have all those songs open up right now. Oh, man. Well, abruptly switching gears, I'd like to complain about a weird fast food trend I've noticed, which is that restaurants are putting... Fritos or Doritos on everything, and I don't understand it. <laughs> I got a sandwich. My friends and I went to McDonald's Taco a while Bell. back. I got this. Um, I was like, whatever, because I don't really like McDonald's, so I just picked something off the menu. It was like the sweet barbecue chicken sandwich, and mm. it had Fritos on it. And I'm like, 
why this? <laughs> yeah. The the only person that I've, or only place to shit is like Jack in a Box because they have like that like the midnight munchy box or something. Taco like Bell that. does I'm it like, too. I'm like, we know who this box is for at midnight. <laughs> I mean, it. we know who Taco Bell is for too. Yeah, yeah. So that makes sense. But the Fritos kind of fast food places. Like the sandwich was would have been okay if it weren't for the freaking spicy Fritos Fredo. on it. They were gross. <laughs> <laughs> I remember oh, when uh, Nikki drove um, Voldemort and I uh, to the mall. <laughs> Excuse me, um, she who must Rick. not be named. Oh, okay. um, yeah. uh, to the to the mall to go get Taco Bell. That's how sad we were as our lives. We really wanted Taco Bell, but we didn't live near Taco Bell, so drove us she to get Taco drive. Bell. And let me fucking tell you something about uh, Washington. I mean, no surprise, but it's really fucking hard to get like anything near close good Mexican food. Like when Taco Bell <laughs> is your option when you're hungry for Mexican food, you know that yeah. like the pickings are slim. You're screwed. Um, so. Nikki drove us to Taco Bell and like was eating this is one of my first memories of Nikki was eating the Doritos tacos because she really wanted them right the 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 ones where the shell was and she's like this is kind of nasty but it's good at the same time that's just Taco (laughs) Bell.txt right there yeah exactly (laughs) it's kind of good but nasty at the same time (laughs) as you're eating you're like I am going to regret this I think the flavor was weird for her too i don't know it's just funny that that's one of my first memories of nikki <laughs> the extreme dorito taco <laughs> nikki's still being extreme extreme yeah i don't i don't like the chips on fast food thing and just yeah, just so give me weird. the chips with my fast food if you must <laughs> yeah but it's all going to the same place Kay. I don't care. If they're on That's the side, what, they don't get soggy because of the barbecue sauce. That's what my mom used to say when I said separate portions of my food, like pieces of food. And she'd be like, Jesse, it's all going to the same place. I have to experience it in my mouth before it goes to the same place. And I would like my chips <laughs> to not be soggy. I want them to not yeah. be soggy and gross and saturated with barbecue sauce. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> and the last thing I have is that... Um, now, I've, I've talked about this before somewhere. I'm not sure if it was on this podcast or if it was actually on Dark Insight the time I was on that show. But um, in the wintertime in Utah, pollution settles in the mountain valleys and just kind of like hangs oh, out yeah, there. Oh, yeah, you talked about it on this podcast. Okay. Yeah. Well, it just kind of yeah, hangs out there you. until a big gust of wind. And it's gotten really bad the last couple Aww. of days. Um, part of it is smoke from the California wildfires. So, like, mm. hope you guys are okay over there. But... <laughs> um anybody in california and my co-hosts but it's like i I described (laughs) it yesterday i was like you know when um you're playing an old video game and the background doesn't load in so it's just your character standing (laughs) in a gray void that's what it looks like outside right now on the ground level it looks like silent hill but i my my desk is on the the top floor of a four-story building so um Looking out that window, I couldn't... It was just a gray void of textures failing to load in. I couldn't see any of the buildings or trees or mountains or anything that I could normally see. It was just emptiness. It was really scary looking. Um, And it's just... It's bad. I'm already getting my trademark uh, winter cough in. And it's... I just hate it. I just... I basically just stopped going outside for six months in the wintertime here. Because it's not healthy to do so. 
Um, yeah. It sucks, and it's really annoying. It's getting a little better now. Um, I think it's been a little bit windy, so I think there's a storm coming, and it's going to go take care of it for a couple of days. So, <sighs> here's yeah. hoping, but Fuck. wintertime sucks. Mm. I'm sorry, Kay. That's all I got. <laughs> All right, my first bit of salt is, we've talked about this, no fish dick. So my second piece of salt, this is, I'm sorry, guys, this is going to be me ranting. And um, the reason being is I want to talk to y'all about something. And it's very near and dear to my heart. And it has to do with uh, the fact that the movie industry is a corporate machine. Um and like I said, people are really limited to what they can write and what they can't write. That being said, that doesn't make it right, you know? You know when you're pissed off about something and you're like, I understand this, but it doesn't make it right? Um, so what I'm going to talk about right now is, uh, I, I wrote here, let's talk about gay baiting again. Um, this particular thing comes out in regards to Star Wars because there's just some stuff that press the press people did that like really pissed me off. Um, I did not think there would be LGBTQ representation in star Wars. I want to start off by saying that like, I never, even, even when like they were playing it up, like I was like, no, it's not going to happen because it's fucking Disney. And that is correct. It did not happen. So, um, do I think they intended for like the Finn Poe thing to be romantic? No. I don't think they ever did. I think it's just that was something that the actors just portrayed in a certain way and also people projecting ideas of like how men should be affectionate with each other onto those characters and blah, 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 blah. Um, so I don't blame them. I don't think that was intentional gay baiting. What is absolutely gay baiting um, is during Q&As and uh in interviews and things like that people being like oh well you'll just have to wait and watch the movie and see wink um talking about it like it might happen but it's not gonna happen that is fucked up you guys just don't fucking do it just be honest like they don't want to be honest because they don't want to like let those people down and make sure they don't go see the movie but at the same time don't don't fucking leave people on um and and so like like I Ryan Johnson I think is the name of the director and he was also writing for this one um and the script had to be rewritten three times and like from what I'm from what I understand of the plot um it shows but uh his whole issue we, he, they recently talked about it after it came out and people were like yeah there's no pofin um he's like there was just there's just no space for it um we couldn't make room for it and it's like bitch you're making the fucking movie like if you want to make room for something, you make room for it. But whatever. If you're not going to put in, don't don't make people think it's going to happen. Don't do it. Because there are people who aren't as salty and sinister, like cynical as me after years of fucking being gay baited. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that are like young people who think they're going to get representation and absolutely are not. Um, and, I, and I wrote here, at the end of the day, Disney is a business and our community, the LGBTQ community, is bad for business. And that's what they're telling us. Um, and I understand that a huge part of that is being able to sell these, movie to, sell these movies to kids. Um, but if they're going to do something that I know that they're going to do because I've gotten spoilers for it, like, it's just like, well, fuck you. That's just as a bad message for kids as you think homosexuality is. Um, 
But my biggest problem here, as I'm saying, because I know I'll never see, I don't absolutely know I'll never see someone who's like me in a Star Wars film. Um, but I, I can say with confidence, probably not, unless some fucking miracle happens and they're like, hold on, here's our Dewey X gay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, or one of the spinoff anthology movies. Yeah. And that's the other thing is like a huge part of what I'm hearing from just like critics reviews is that, um, Finn and Poe aren't really in the movie very much. Uh, at all not even which just sucks because we need the bromance yeah and like not even but like i i'm like i thought finn was a main character like yeah, correct finn was me. in a lot of the of right the, yeah, uh, yeah Awakens. poe wasn't but that's because he was presumed dead yeah. for quite a while yeah and like that's fine or whatever but i'm sorry i guess ryan johnson is just like obsessed with kylo ren um so we're gonna see a lot of him which i'm like I'm so miffed about it. I'm 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 high key salty about it. Um, I just and like I said, they're not here to be creative or inventive or reinvent the wheel. They're just here to sell corporate movies. They're like, oh, we have a girl main character. That's enough. You know, you have a white girl main character. Thanks, a straight white like cis woman. Thank you for that. That's so revolutionary. Um, but she, she also can't date a person of color. So we're just not going to let that happen. Uh, so (laughs) I mean, I think that they think, oh, I did this one thing. So like, I don't have to have anybody else in the films or like, I don't have to represent anything else. And that we're beyond being criticized, like don't criticize us. And a lot of people will be like, oh, the SG, SJWs are just like complaining about nothing. And you know, Sometimes I feel like I am just complaining because I like I just want to see myself in a major film series that I care a lot about. Um, And, you know, I don't want to take away from the artist like creativity. But at the end of the day, like somebody wrote that screenplay, probably like five other people wrote other pieces of the screenplay. It all like people that they barely paid by the way, because these industries make a ton of money and the writers are like, they're like, Oh, here's a hundred thousand dollars. And you're like, Oh, that's a lot of money, but that's cheap change to the writers who are just not getting, they get enough money so that they don't worry about the fact that their name doesn't have to be on the project anymore. Um, if they're paid that much, they're like, Oh, can you just rewrite this page or whatever? Right. The script went through a bunch of rewrites um I, I really want to talk about what I know but I'm not going to but I feel like at the end of the day like you have to understand that this thing is kind of sterile and that's what makes me kind of sad is like growing up in like the art industry and I want to make art that means something and I want to make stuff for people like me who when I was growing up I wanted to find this stuff like I I, I always tell people like oh if you want to if you want some lesbian movies hit me up I've got a whole collection um, from all over the world that I've been collecting over years and filtering through all the dead lesbian tropes I did a whole presentation on lesbians in film like this is a thing I'm really passionate about same thing with comic books and um, novels I like scour the internet looking for stuff. I go to bookstores. I'm like kneeling on the floor looking for stuff um, because that I'm passionate about having stories that reflect my life. And I want other people of different intersectional identities to have that too because it's important. Um, And I just get, I just get disappointed 
not only when it's like, okay, well, I'm never going to see these identities in this film, but also you're going to toy with people. That's just fucking rude. Um, and I don't, I don't, I, like I said, I don't ever think that they intended for that to be perceived as romance. Um, so I don't blame them for that. What I do fucking blame them for is leading people on. Um, not that I ever let them lead me on. I've been saying for forever. I'm like, it's not going to happen. Um, because I'm, because I'm old and cynical. I'm, t- I'm 23 and fucking Richard got so upset when he found out that I was 23. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, you're a child. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's my big salt and I'm sorry. It's like super serious, but sometimes I gotta be serious. I gotta be like, Hey, you know, you're doing this fucked up thing in general, but then you're adding this other layer of fucked up that really gets my goat. Um, yeah. And I, and also because I'm passionate about nerd stuff. So I, I guess like people are like, you gotta put gays and everything. And I'm like, but right. Gays are real people. We live or like when people are like, you gotta get put POCs and everything. And I'm like, um, excuse me. What the fuck? The humans like diversity. Um, I don't know. It just seems like people make it a big deal. Like it's political. I'm like, but it's just reflecting life. That's just, that's just how it be. That's just what life looks like. Um, I, I always think of, uh, I think it's psych when they wander onto the set of, um, that movie and, uh, God, what is his name? Um, not the dude who says he has psychic powers, but the other dude, his friend, his best friend. Oh, I forgot what his mm-hmm. name is. Yeah, I haven't watched that movie in a like I haven't, I mean I haven't watched that show in a long time, but I think about the scene a lot. Um and they're on the set of like some uh like Sherlock Holmes type movie and um like I think is it Hold on, now I have to look it up cuz I can't tell you this story <laughs> without here I, I appreciate the IMDb came right up. Okay. I guess his name is Burton. So Sean Spencer and Burton, it was like, okay, right, uh, but where, where are the, um, where are the people of color? And the dude was like, well, it's, it's whatever, 19th century England. And he's like, what? And black people weren't invented yet? And I think about that all the time. I remember that now. Yeah. And when black people weren't invented yet, like, that's the attitude. It's like, anytime someone's like, ye old, they're like, um, yep, there, there's no black people here. And I'm like, um... Excuse me, historically speaking, that's inaccurate. But then apparently there's also no black people in the future, according to these guys. So, like... uh, Yeah. Yeah, fuck. So, I'm really disappointed about it. Um, You know, I I knew that, like, fucking... Brian Johnson has a shit-eating face anyway. Um, I can't believe that I ever thought that I would miss J.J. Abram about anything. Like... In my entire life, there was this thing going around Tumblr where it was like, punches J.J. Abram in the face. That was for Star Trek, hugs him, and this is for Star Wars. Um, because he, I, like, I wasn't mad about Star Wars. Like, I, I'm like, I wasn't mad about his Star Wars. Um, he, but, he confessed himself that he actually likes Star Wars a lot more than he likes Star Trek. Oh, so yeah, he straight up said he didn't like it. Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah, Star Trek was just to get him just Star Wars. Just to get him Star Wars, Wars. yeah. Um, yeah. So, but, uh, I, I mean, I don't know who's getting the third, the third movie in this trilogy. I hope it's not Ryan Johnson again. I thought it went back to J.J. Abrams. That Is it going back to J.J.? From I what I understand, yeah. yeah. Oh, thank God. I, I yeah, can't they, believe they made the I'm joke where that. they, 
they memed uh, his face over Kylo Ren looking at the Darth Vader thing, and it's like, I'm going to finish what you started. Oh, but it's God. like him looking at his own face. So it's J.J. Abrams looking at J.J. Abrams' face. <laughs> I can't believe like, I'm, I'm going relieved to about J.J. Abrams yeah. directing anything. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, yeah, apparently it is J.J. Yeah. Abrams. Yeah. Thank the God. thing that sucks so right is now, like Ryan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. As of right now, but I was gonna say the thing that sucks is that like um, Ryan Johnson, like he's done some decent. Like he did Looper, he did Brick. He oh, did Looper's the so Bloom. good. You guys yeah. liked Looper? Yes. I thought it was oh. good. And then Homeboy, um, jo- what's Joseph Gordon-Levitt, like, really likes him and stuff like that. So I'm like, uh, like, it kind of sucks that, I, I, I don't think know. So. But the, the thing is, like, crazy is that you're just going to get more of him because he, he got signed up for the next trilogy. So the next Star Wars trilogy, what he's the, the guy doing him. Yeah. They're going to do a whole... to me. They're going to no, do another like... trilogy? Yes. I'm it's, done with it's this like, corporate machine. It's uh, like a Star Wars anthology trilogy, but like, yeah, it's like a Star Wars. I'm so tired. Story. Wait, yeah. is this this does this have to do with like the Han Solo movie and the Lando movie and the? No, 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 no. It's not oh. like the like those, but it's like a like continuing from this new universe with Kylo Ren. Oh yeah, they they have been like talking that. about doing another trilogy yeah. after this. They but haven't even Disney... finished this one yet. Oh, that's what I'm saying. God. Disney loved what Ryan Johnson did on this movie that they gave him three more movies. And the thing was, is that like people are talking about how great a movie it is, but people are also saying that the plot is fucking wonky and that this the, the movie thrives on good visuals and character. And, and like, yeah, <laughs> 90% of what the character stuff is, though, my dudes, is it's already been established. Yeah, like, is not- the established character and acting like fucking yeah. hello um and (laughs) like the is your actors doing all the work not necessarily your writing (laughs) yeah and like not to mention uh, don't forget the editors like the people who edited this movie together like how george lucas's wife basically saved the first the original (laughs) star wars trilogy because she was in charge of editing it and like it was a fucking hot mess before she put it together they're like they're calling this movie better than empire but then also like you're getting like these mixed messages about i know the plot i will not spoil it what the fuck? Well, see, though? that's the thing. Like, my one friend that I was talking to, because I, me and Jesse had a conversation earlier today, because I knew you were still kind of looking about what was going on with Kylo and and yeah. Ray and all that other stuff. But like, my buddy, like, legit was just like, um, like he's like, yeah, it was it was pretty good. Um, the character, and, like, same the same thing. Characters was really good, but it was like you like the actors, you like the characters that are already established. And then he's like, the stuff that he told me was he's like, you know, it's not really a spoiler. You can't really spoil this movie. So in in essence, like nothing really happens in this movie <laughs> that you can spoil. So well, yeah, you don't get. Um, I will say this. I don't know if this is uh, if this is too bad, but uh, otherwise, Jake can just cut it out if you guys decide yeah. this is too much. Or of a you spoiler. guys can just skip ahead. <laughs> uh, all I'm gonna say is. No lore within the storyline that was established in the first movie is dealt with at all. Oh. So that is Snoke lore. That is um, Rey's parentage. All of that shit. They do talk about, like, Jedi lore, as you can tell from the trailer. But none of that lore, none of who the fuck are Rey's parents, um, who the fuck is Snoke, none of that is dealt with in this movie. Absolutely none of it. They were like, mm, um, uh... We don't know, so goodbye. Like, that's basically the attitude they had. I don't know why the fuck that happened, if that happened somewhere in the three rewrites of this movie. <laughs> um, but 
none of it is dealt with. So if you're looking for answers about Snoke, um, I'm sorry for your loss because there's <laughs> there till, are none. Wait till JJ writes it. <laughs> <laughs> well, JJ JJ's writing will be like they were dead the whole time. Um, <laughs> right? Yeah. Me talking about Lost because uh, JJ didn't know what the fuck he was doing with Lost, and he's like, mm, they were dead the whole time, and I'm like, really? That's like the default answer for I don't know what to do with the end of this movie. So they were dead for the whole time. Like, ugh. he led people on so much (laughs) he was like a girl who doesn't really want to date somebody but like likes the idea of like having someone be after them so they're like hey baby but then they're also like no i don't really want to date you or a guy for that matter it could be anybody um like anybody could do that to somebody but that was jj with lost uh but yeah so i mean i i love the original trilogy so much and i I kind of just wanted this. I wanted it to be like, well, it's the twenty, it's the 2010s now. Like, we can talk about things that we couldn't talk about before. Um, but we can't, apparently. We're in the same fucking place we were. <laughs> and, like, movies are just as shitty. Um, I just... I have feelings. And, I, I mean, like, Disney's the same way with... Um, with the Marvel universe. Like there's a lot of good in the Marvel universe, but everything good that came out of the Marvel universe has come out of the weird one-off titles. In my opinion, I think, um, I did enjoy winter soldier a lot, but guardians of the galaxy had so much heart impartially because they were like, we don't really care what you do with this title. Cause it's not our most popular title is basically what yeah. happened. And yeah. then it became their most popular movie. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but and yet they they keep going back and they're like okay well we did civil war which honestly was my least favorite plot in the comics like i just was not about civil war i hated no, civil it civil war wasn't good in the comics it wasn't good um and they at least made it more coherent for the film they made it more coherent for the film but like also i also somehow tony and uh steve's argument became less um less like i don't fucking know it like part of the thing is in the comics like um there was the whole mutant registration thing yeah. uh which or the hero registration right? yeah hero registration where yeah. you had to like basically register if you had powers and cap was like um last time we were registering people for things it was world war Two, and it was nazis yeah. like registering jews right and uh and tony's like no we got to do this um so that was the that was the big separation there with some other a bunch of other fucking shit it's fucking wild um if you're ever if you ever think about uh where i jumped into comics congratulations there it is um oh really that was me too (laughs) i got i like i was working at a bookstore when the whole civil war graphic novel started dropping and i got the all of them but like miss marvel and um she hulk because i couldn't find those but this like, is so funny about- that like we basically jumped into comics at the most confusing fucking time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like for whatever reason, like I I really enjoy like I really enjoyed Wolverine's Civil War arc. Yeah. Um, the Heroes for Hire one was really good. I um, really hated Cable uh- and Deadpool was like the funniest thing. I think that's what actually made me like a Deadpool fan was seeing the Cable Deadpool Civil War where every time he was like. Deadpool's like, I'm stopping you, Cable, because you're with Captain America. Like, 
somehow he ended up getting shot with his own dark like tranquilizer guns. <laughs> <laughs> like, and yeah. like he would have a face full of tranquilizers and was like, okay, well, night, night, Nate. And I think the funniest sleep. part about the Deadpool arc during Civil War is it was kind of making fun of Civil War. Yeah, oh, yeah, the whole time. Yeah. yeah, the whole time. So I think that's part of the reason it was so enjoyable. And I feel, yeah. I feel like... Um, oh, and they had the, the Runaways and Young Avengers crossover, which was fun. Listen to me. I will pay Netflix an exorbitant amount of money that I don't have um, to make me a Young Avengers series. I do not want a fucking movie because they'll make everybody straight and white and I don't want it. Um, And I don't necessarily trust Netflix all the way, uh, but I do want it. I do want my babies. Netflix might do it, though. Yeah. I think Netflix would. I think they would do it. What's her face in it was really good. Um, And Jessica Jones, that one attorney. Yeah. Um, ends up being um, what was her name? Trinity from uh, uh, Matrix. Yeah, they did like a gender swap and made made him a, a her, and then it was cool because she was lesbian. Uh, and she didn't die. She, she survived. Didn't die. She survived. You yeah. thought she was gonna die because they messed her up, but she survived. She survived. Yeah. Um. I would. I would coming to the end of my whole rant right here because you said something. I'll just end it here. But I would fucking pay an exorbitant amount of money for a Young Avengers fucking series. Listen, I okay. So I don't know how many of you out there have read The Wicked and the Divine. It's currently running, but the team that mainly worked on Wicked and the Divine um, were the last people to have their hands on Young Avengers, and uh, that last arc of I'm crying a little bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that last arc young avengers was so important to me because i'm like there's fucking canon gays there's fucking canon gays america chavez is a lesbian i have her as my phone background um there are bi characters there are characters of color who don't fucking die um it and like this whole team up and they're very honest and lots of shit happens but also like superpower stuff the art fucking killed me every single time yeah. um it, it was so good. And then it had the crossover where young Loki uh, came in and joined the Young Avengers. And then he aged up due to some stuff with Billy. And um, then he became agent of Asgard. And then that split off. Um, but it was so good. And I loved it. And when they announced Marvel Now and they were splitting up all of the members of... Um, the Young Avengers, I was so fucking bummed. So if somebody wants to fucking produce a Young Avengers TV series for Netflix or Hulu, um, I'd be so fucking psyched for that because I just, I really, really loved Young Avengers. I was so fucking bummed when it was, when it was over. Um, and it's a weird, it's a weird title for me to be like super, super behind, but I just loved all the characters. They were all my children and it was so hard to watch them break up so i mean i think the coolest thing about it was like how it it started off kind of like oh they're just like bootleg versions of like the avengers like when patriot was cap and then hawkeye was hawkeye yeah. <laughs> was kate. and then yeah kate yeah and then um what's her name was kind of like ant-man or giant man or whatever you want to call him um and then like hulkling Right, it was like, oh, he's supposed to be like Hulk. Yeah, but and then, then you Wiccan find out that supposed he's... to be exactly, yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, instead of them being bootlegs, they actually became like their own established, like 
oh, okay, like I get that they were, because they're a younger team, they're trying to emulate yeah. these people they looked up to. But then it's like they evolve into their own people or, you know, person and stuff like that. So it's like, I don't know. It did that really good thing of like how, like as, us as teenagers, we emulate these heroes mm-hmm. and idols we have. But then we eventually become like who we really are even though we have these people we look up to and it was just like really cool like patriot story was so cool it was really like, good seeing about what was it it was his dad or great granddad or something yeah. like that that was like yeah and then it's like does he have powers does he not have power maybe he's not a super soldier and you're kind of wondering like what's going on with patriot yeah it's it's so I'm, I'm with you like that was such a good storyline one of my like, f- i don't even know who the young avengers are what is this yeah one of my favorite <laughs> funny things about the young avengers is that um uh so wiccan was originally called asgardian uh but when they were like oh he's gonna be gay they're like we can't have a gay character named asgardian because <laughs> he's the ass they're like the jokes write themselves we can't allow that yeah so they're like oh god wiccan now uh yeah because his name was not wiccan at first it was asgardian but the, the, they're like um we excuse me <laughs> You know what? I'm glad that story exists because a lot of times you'll see stuff like that in media and you're like, why didn't anybody like raise their hand at the meeting? Like, um, excuse me. Oh my God. And so in this case, they actually did think about it. Yeah. 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 Oh my god, this the whole like Superman on the Supergirl show. Did you guys see that? No. I I knew it was. I gotta pull this up. Yeah, but it was just like Superman's coming in Supergirl or something like oh, that. Oh, no. But it sounds like he's coming in. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I, I, it's, they have this. Oh, yeah, here we go. I found it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, Jeremy, prepare for the show notes, sir. Um. It's like one of my other favorite things is there's like this T-shirt thing where it was like every Batman needs his Batwoman. And they're like, I hope not because Kate Kane's his cousin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh, October tenth on the CW. Please. Yeah, Superman is coming in Supergirl. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, hand raise. Yeah. Oh, excuse sh- me, sir. Yeah. There's something you need to consider. <laughs> it's like children's toys Sorry. that look like dildos, and I'm like, please, <laughs> not one of you. Yeah. Yep. So, Asgardian. Yeah. <laughs> Wiccan's a cool name. It's fine. Yeah, Wiccan yeah, is Yeah, Wiccan cool is name. way cooler. Yeah. Um. So, I guess we should move into Imported Sorry, Salt. Sorry, I ranted. <laughs> no, it's not like I helped. I'm like, let's talk comic books. Let's talk about comic be like, books. <laughs> that should be like a completely different podcast we do. But, um, going into Imported Salt, we'll start off with the one and only tinsel tits <laughs> or at some say cosm um so i'm fucking salty that it's starting to snow in america except for in southern california it's still all snow <laughs> <laughs> yeah also the entire midwest like or like southern western portion southwest yeah. is on fire yeah. like it's not snowing yeah. there uh we got like and a then, dusting of snow but now it's just frost yeah and then it's also like silent hill smog and <laughs> grossness yeah right. it's just pollution raining but, from the sky 
but all the other people are getting, yeah, like, I think Jeremy and, like, other people have got, like, some snow. Everyone keeps posting pictures of heaven, <laughs> and some people are even complaining about the inconvenience of it, like, ungrateful fucking drongos. I have no idea what a drongo is. Yeah, that's got to be an Australian thing. It's got to be whatever you are, those drongos, that's who you guys are with your snow. Meanwhile, in Australia, I can't even leave my air conditioning to check my mailbox without becoming a humid swamp of sweat and angst. Last week, after I stopped being sick, I had a cold shower before going out, and within three minutes of getting out, I was sweating so much, I thought I had a fever again. Went outside to find a dry storm, so it turns out it was just ultra humid. So... I, I know that you've probably never experienced snow because you're a sweet, innocent Australian baby. And this is the one <laughs> death thing that, like, doesn't exist in Australia. But um, snow is fucking dangerous. Yeah. And it, like, it fucking kills people, okay? The one thing, like, is, like because another kind of weird quirk of the inversion is that sometimes it'll be colder underneath the smog layer than it is above the clouds so you'll get weird weather patterns like it's raining but then it hits the ground and freezes into a nice little ice sheet yeah. that then people slide on yeah. and die yeah like it's a serious thing not to mention when you have like inches like real inches of snow you have to fucking plow the, your front yard and shit and most people just have a shovel haven't you ever seen that vine of that dude falling for like yes. all six seconds <laughs> <laughs> like, like he throws the, the shovel at the end and walks away <laughs> yeah and i'm not i'm not here to downplay how terrible australian heat must be but i also want you to know that like snow is not like oh this is so cute it's damp you're wet all the time like not from sweating but just because water snow it's not soft like it looks <laughs> in the movies um it's soft yeah. at first but then after first, a day or yeah. two it freezes into a sheet of ice and it's crunchy. Um, it creates black ice, which is basically when the road, like Kay was talking about, just ha- has a sheen of frozen water on top of it. And so no, you can't see you can't see it. So you slip and die or you're driving and suddenly you can't fucking turn your car anymore. So if that makes yeah. you I hope that makes you feel better because yeah. it, snow is actually dangerous and is actually it's not inconvenient. all it's cracked up to be yeah yeah it's not the bing crosby song like it sh- honestly should be like snow no, snow, snow death <laughs> <laughs> yeah disaster disaster <laughs> like yeah i feel like it's not cute when you have to shovel snow out of your front yard so you can open your door yeah it's like, not cute when you pass by three accidents on the way to work and yeah of varying degrees of seriousness like i'm sure people pass out from the heat in australia too like i remember that one year no joke either yeah like that one year where like the koalas were coming out of the forest to be like please water like that's terrifying oh it's so sad yeah Yeah. and australians also have terrible forest fires to deal with basically the extremes of weather at both ends of the spectrum suck yep (laughs) yeah pretty much all right the next one is from We're Not Wizards, not even at Christmas, um, at We're Not Wizards. Oh, I've got some salt. Firstly, me and Filthy, I, I love that he calls you yeah. Filthy. <laughs> me and Filthy are having ourselves an Owen Wilson off. Wow. Secondly, <laughs> you had Jeremy on the show before me. Like, I am a hurting... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... Uh... Can you make seven o'clock 
on Wednesday <laughs> Pacific Standard Time. Have your like, people talk what... to our people. Oh, wait, hold on. Yeah. Let me uh let me do some math real quick. What is quick. the conversion? I don't know. Um uh, uh Pacific Standard <laughs> Google. Time. Um in Scotland. Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be some three AM hour. <laughs> Yeah, three. Can you shoot three a.m., Richard? We would. Yeah, we'd love to have you three a.m. on a Wednesday or on a Thursday morning for you. That that works. I mean, if you were a wizard, you could make that work. But you're not a wizard. Not even at Christmas. Not even at Christmas. I am a wizard. Not even at Christmas. That reminds me. I should send all those. If Filthy does a spell, oh yeah. Yeah, if Filthy can do a time spell, then maybe it'll work. But you know, you're not a wizard. No, we would love to have you on. Maybe we can work something out. Yeah, but, we're going to have to um, do some time math. Time pizza theory. <laughs> <laughs> some pizza time theory. Get Richard on the show. Uh-huh. Uh, but, yeah. Should I read? Have your people talk to our wizards. <laughs> have your people talk to our wizards. <laughs> uh, um, uh, I'm going to Ray uh, Adrian Alvarez at Raynor... 1337 um my salt for this week salt equals finals outside of that post office lost the package of my mgs hd collection but it's but it's all right because someone that grabbed my mail by accident gave it back also yeah that is cool (laughs) that's lucky also call of duty is having a winter event similar to overwatch every time i read call of duty i'm like call of duty shoot him up um it's having a winter <laughs> event similar to overwatch the only problem is that they replaced all the the cute quartermaster with a tough sas operative named captain butcher <laughs> i don't care if he's sas or that he is voiced by captain price from modern warfare series i just want my corporal green back corporal green is the name of the cute quartermaster p.s the cute quartermaster is voiced by is her name Kirami? I'm not sure. Kirami or Kirami Lei, Leah, Lei, Leah, <laughs> Lee, Kirami Lee, um, who also did the English voice of Makoto Nijima in per- Persona Five. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I have no idea how to. Other than the Metal Gear Solid thing being working out for you, that's cool. Uh, did they say her name Makoto? Makoto in the Persona Five. They got Makoto right. Okay, they got Makoto. They, 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 I think they actually got her whole name right. She was Makoto Nijima, but um, <laughs> Makoto. Makoto. Some of them, some of them, they do okay <laughs> like, on, and others, it's like it seems like the threshold is three syllables. If they go over two <laughs> syllables, that's where they get confused. Oh, man. Okumura. Takamaki. Okumura. There, that's, I cracked it. That's the code. They can't do anything more than three syllables. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Takamaki. It's funny because I've been watching Yu Yu Hakusho over again, which I should probably talk about on the Salt Report sometime. Oh, Yu Yu Hakusho. Good. good times. It's so good. I was, I'm feeling nostalgia. Um, but I watched like 10 seconds of the English su- dub and I was like, I can't do this again. And I, <laughs> I've been spoiled I have by some memories of the English dub, but yeah, it's not good. Yeah. It's like, I think that's what happens. It's like, I have fond memories of it. Cause that's the first, like the first way I watched it. But now that I watch subtitles stuff all the time, I'm like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. There was no choice for Yu-Gi-Oh! Like 
my only choice for Yu-Gi-Oh <laughs> was to watch it as the dub. The Yu-Gi-Oh dub is Yu-Gi-Oh. very different. <laughs> it's I could never get into Listen, Yu-Gi-Oh. Listen, you know what's okay. funny? Just... I think you were above the age group for Yu-Gi-Oh when Yu-Gi-Oh came out. It was just not to call you the, old, it's... Jake, but like. <laughs> old man doesn't get you get i just didn't like how every there was always a way out uh, i would like, like to tell you oh, that i've got you now yugi and he's like but i have this you activated my anime is. i'm I've, just like oh I place myself me. face down and end my turn um no <laughs> no i i don't know like i just i have fond memories of it probably because i grew up with it but also because i watched Le- little karibo's uh Yu-Gi-Oh! bridge series oh yeah which in <laughs> watching Yu-Gi-Oh! somehow his Yu-Gi-Oh! bridge series is exactly like Yu-Gi-Oh! but also more like Yu-Gi-Oh! than Yu-Gi-Oh! is <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we need to watch no, it's that. great. Because, oh, it's man, so good. I remember being in school and it coming on, and I'm like, I like anime. I want I want to see what this I is I just about. remember that. And then what was this one friend that, that Joe, was this Joey? This one friend? Yeah, like Joey. Justin. The Brooklyn kid. And I'm like, he's got a Brooklyn kid. Yeah, I'm Joey's, like, Joey's cool. from Brooklyn. <laughs> Brooklyn, Brooklyn Rage. Yeah. Hey, yo, hey, yo, gate. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, this is cool. And then, like, yeah, it just it doesn't matter. Like, I've got you now, Yugi, and it's like, but you don't know. You've activated my second power in my trap. Yeah, that's like, oh kids' my anime God, for you. Um, no, I, I just always <laughs> always remember from the freaking Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridged that Duke Devlin was whenever he was talking, the the beat to "Sexy Back" would start playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Also, he's like Dungeons and Dice Monsters, which was exactly like Dual Monsters. <laughs> so it's just oh, like man. Dual Monsters. So it's just like Dual Monsters. <laughs> <laughs> I learned this one from Excel Saga. <laughs> God, the Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge oh, series man. is so fucking good. What a qual- And Jake, if you watch it, you'll know everything that actually happened in Yu-Gi-Oh! Because it doesn't- Like, it legitimately tells you what happened in Yu-Gi-Oh! Just like- Somehow nice. funnier, but also exactly the same as Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to check that out. Um, yeah, so then our, our next piece of um, import salt is from our good friend, a Holiday Gamble, at 99 Dexterity. Good evening, Court of Salt. I hope the day finds you well. Well, not new salt. I do have a follow-up um, regarding my pacifist run on Deus Ex... Uh, Mankind Divided. Mankind Divided. Um, You'll recall I was grumpy that I was a bit shafted on my trophy for not taking a life. Well, I realize why that was the case. I know wholeheartedly that I didn't personally take a life as I sold all lethal ammo. However, I did hack security robots and turrets, which in turn killed a metric fuck ton of people <laughs> throughout the playthrough. But I'm a bit salty that those kills count against my personal body count as I didn't take their lives. The robots did. I've been wrongfully Listen. accused. <laughs> this is a very psychological... I'm sure that's how Hitler Let's, saw it, Okay, too, let's not Godwin here. But, like, <laughs> listen, if you cause the circumstances that result in the death of a You're human being, you are yeah. responsible I mean, for that person's death. Yeah, like, that's like saying the people piloting drones aren't responsible for the drones, drones killing people. Like... You're still responsible, even though the drone was technically the person who killed the person. I rigged my car to explode, and it hurt somebody. (laughs) I didn't actually kill them, though. (laughs) 
Oh, that I'm one so actually sorry. works pretty well because he hacked security robots. So I mean, I can't believe we're just <laughs> yeah. fucking trolling him right now. We're just like all of us. <laughs> We're sorry. This is payback for uh, the Dio stand from last Legitimately episode. though, like, I don't know what you were expecting. I, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry, man, but I don't know why you wouldn't think that those kills wouldn't count against you. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I'm just going to turn on these death machines. <laughs> why? I, I don't know why I I'm going to push this giant oh. acme like anvil off this <laughs> yeah, building and hit somebody. Bomb. Well, it's not my fault. <laughs> oh my god, you guys. Yeah. This is the thing is I I you know, I was I just made a tweet I think about how how blessed I feel to have friends that are so like so sweet and good and um be be surrounded by friends for like for the first time in a long time in my life. Wow, Jesse, what the fuck? Why are you so emotional Aww. today? Um, Christmas. It, it truly is Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and your heart grew three sizes. Uh, but also, I've also never been trolled so goddamn much in my entire life. Like, That's what I having friends is all about. I can't make a fucking tweet without somebody fucking coming onto my tweet and trolling me. And I'm like, why? Why are you doing this to me? Why? That's what having friends is all about. Oh, no, the best part is, like, because we're recording this. So it's, like, in the annals of, like, the internet for, like, ever, probably. Like, I forget what we were... T oh, when I... The whole freaking Leviathan debacle. Like, I was like, I can't understand why I won't get into it. And, like, Caitlyn, or as some say Cosm, legit plays back the tape on me. <laughs> where it's like, Nikki said you need to go to Leviathan, and this is how you do it. And I'm like, well, damn. <laughs> Like you got me. I'm like, it's just like being in a court. Roll, roll back the tape. Jake on on like October 27th. You know what I mean? Like, like damn it. Yeah, it's me. like in Game Grumps how they talk about how they say stuff on the show. And they're like, someone's probably gonna comment how fucking dumb we are because this, like, it's so obvious, right? Yeah. Just like hands furiously typing at Twitter. Actually, actually. Um, yeah. Um, on a side note, um, I actually got a tweet from our good friend at Grizzly Bear, um, who was telling me, I guess listening to the last episode, how I was like, oh, I was having trouble uh, with Moira having different, <laughs> like you pull the left trigger and her right hand goes up. Um, he was like, yeah, there's an easy fix. You can just switch your control stuff yeah. on, on what's it called? And I'm like, you're a freaking genius. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> You're a I'm just like, genius. Yeah, like I put like this like John Cena gif where he's just like like mind blown face or whatever. I'm like, you could do that? And he's like, yeah, just start menu settings, controls. You know, maybe you, you could do that, but psychologically, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> yeah, it just didn't that even occur to me. I'm so just bad. Like, I've gotten so used to it now that like I don't know what I, the only time it fucks me up is like when I'm going to drain someone. It doesn't fuck me up with the orbs anymore, but draining people, it fucks me up sometimes. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm accidentally healing the enemy. Ah, shit, I've been killed by a Hanzo. <laughs> Freaking Hanzo. Oh, my God, Hanzo's new it's skin. I forgot to say this. What the fuck? That's my conclusion. Oh, yeah. Like, I was so excited for that skin, and then the way they rendered it is fucking fascinating to me. That's all I'll say on yeah. the matter. I love his 
2001, like, dragon print ass jeans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love the one they have where it's like, the figure you ordered as opposed to the figure you got <laughs> in the mail. It's so fucking true. Oh, yeah, God. it's just like what the. If hell you haven't happened? seen it, you guys should probably. I mean, everyone's probably seen it, but if you haven't, you should probably fucking yeah. check out the Hanzo skin because just treat just yourself. Treat yourself. I mean, we, I oh, listen. I have I have feelings about Hanzo. I actually love that Dragon Boy, even though I can't main him at all. And like ninety percent of the reason I love Hanzo is because his feet are so small in comparison to the rest of his body. And I think part of it is that his like his pants. And the top of his shirt is really billowy, you know? Um, yeah. So that when his dragon shoes, uh, like, come down to his a- his tiny ankles and his feet. And then his little shoes have claws because he wall climbs, right? And they also look like dragons. But <laughs> he looks like a chicken. He looks like a chicken. And I love it. Oh, my God. It makes me so happy to see Chicken Hanzo. Especially when they're, like, doing the squatting over and over again. And they're like, sake, sake, sake. And I'm like, I love when I get spammed with sake. The little squatting Hanzo and his tiny feet. Oh, Sorry, guys. We should probably end the podcast now. <laughs> we probably should. So with that, where can we find everybody on the internet? Kay, how about we You can find you? me on Twitter and Twitch as at Humanity Upgrade and on Facebook as Crowfeather Cosplay. Hey, and Jesse, where can we find you? You can find me at Filthy Wizard on Twitter and I'm Filthy Magic User on Tumblr. Hey, and you can find me on Twitter at Jake underscore Lionheart. Um, and you can find our good friend nikki at lost panda and all her cool stuff is on on twitter um you can find our podcast at podcast salt not the salt report at podcast salt (laughs) also if you want to help support the show um you can buy us a uh, coffee at uh, ko-fi.com forward slash salt report and uh you can help uh keep the show going um again just i i'm gonna probably say this every episode just because i'm just like floored by the generosity and the outpouring of like coffee (laughs) so just thank you so much for everybody that supports us um you've made like 2017 such a blast to do the show and so we're looking forward to what we can uh bring in 2018 and um i think that's that covers everything spoiler for you guys it's probably gonna be more salt Okay, so with that, then we'll see you guys all next week. Bye. Bye. My voice cracked.